Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And don't forget to turn off your porch light this Halloween so you can eat all that damn candy you bought by yourself in some fucking peace. Uh, yeah, for real. Definitely don't want anybody knocking on our door this year. <laughs> or any year. Well, really any year, but especially this year. Okay, valid point. <laughs> we generally always turn the light off and go upstairs and hide. Yeah. But... <laughs> But like last year we were hanging out downstairs, but like we left all the lights off. Is that what we did? I can't remember. The porch light was off. Porch light was off. And then we had like the living room light off, but we were like watching something. I, I think. think so. Yeah. Then we went upstairs at a certain point. Yeah, we're like, uh, But aside from pandemic, which yeah. I'm expecting to be very light on people outside. Yeah. I feel like the last few years have been very dead. Just there's not very many people yeah. on the streets. Maybe it's our area. But I know my parents said the same thing about last year. Yeah. The thing about our, we're like uh, rich people adjacent. So there's like uh, very nearby, there's a really rich neighborhood. So I have a suspicion that people from our neighborhood just walk up the street to the super okay. rich people. That makes more sense because yeah. when I was a kid, we had a neighbor down the street who gave out like king size fucking candy yeah. bars. Yeah. There's always one of those. And so everybody would go to his house yeah. to get candy. Yeah. Everybody. They'd be bringing like multiple costumes. Yeah. And, like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the guy that did all the decorations. Oh, the holiday guy? The, yeah. Nice. The holiday guy. Yeah. I don't fucking know No longer going to be there, obviously. Regardless, yeah. How disappointed are people going to be this year? Yeah. When they realize. He probably wasn't there last year either, though, huh? Mm, no, because last year was the last time he did Christmas. Oh, right. Unless I'm just. I feel like I might be blending things time. together. I'm unclear. It was probably like three years ago, yeah. and we're like, oh, it was last year, right? <laughs> I feel like it was last year, but I actually don't know. So <laughs> it could have been a while back. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. I always am like, oh, yeah, that movie came out like a year ago. Yeah, it, it's, all, it's been 10 it's years. It's all 2012. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Halloween is on its way. It's coming up. Saturday, I believe. Yes. It's so hopefully we don't have a, another wave of people getting coronavirus. Because I have a suspicion we will. Yeah. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of people uh, sick right around the time of Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> so, One. <laughs> so there's going to be a new wave then. And then there's going to be another new wave because they're all hanging out with their family for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Your, your, your distant cousin <laughs> yeah. coughs once at yeah. the table. Everyone quietly. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> quietly leans away. Yeah. We're looking for the nearest exit. Mm-hmm. But I do suspect also for Halloween, the top costumes this year. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have Mortal Kombat characters. Mm-hmm. Doctors. Yeah. Or surgeons, whatever. Okay. Mando. Who? Mando. Mandalorian? Okay. Yeah. I guess. Helmet. He's got a built-in mask. Yeah, but you yeah. got to go spend a lot of money on getting a cool mask, right? Fair enough. Okay. And of course, your personal favorite, Bane. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> I trick a treat in the darkness. <laughs> I can't do the voice. But... I clearly can't. No, get you it. did a way better job. Oh. <laughs> what does that say about the character that a woman can do the voice better than a man? <laughs> well, it's a high voice, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, really, what does that say about Tom Hardy? Fair. 
Or the guy who voices him on Harley Quinn. Oh. Because that's who I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but... Tom Hardy's more, like... Same character, though. Do you feel in charge? That's true. He's got, like, a more of a ruffled... <laughs> yeah. A Which ruff- I can also... A ruffled whisper. I can also do that voice because I spent a lot of time doing it. <laughs> because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to be a good costume this year. Pretty much anybody that wears a mask. Yeah. Speaking of which, I got a costume for uh, one of our cats. Did you? Well, really all of them. They're going to have to rotate. They're all going to rotate through. What is it? It's a crab that you just put on their head. What? It's just like a, so their head's like a crab. Their head's a crab. Yeah. They're a crab head. (laughs) Crab kitten. Crab kitten. Looks like crab. Walks like kitten. (laughs) Looks like crab. Purrs like kitten. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I figure they're they're crabby anyways. That's so true. I might as well just get them a fucking costume. It's fairly accurate, yeah. Yeah. And something <laughs> tells me when I put it on, they will not disappoint with the they're crab attitude. They're very crabby, yeah. The crabitude. Crabitude, yeah, absolutely. They're going to go full crab. Yeah. You never go full crab. <laughs> uh, right. Well, let's get into our fucking week, shall yeah. we? Yeah. We have a very big week of news. And I feel like a lot of it came out of, like, the same two days of Uh the week yeah uh but to start out with all of our new releases this week uh amazon prime truth seekers which stars simon pegg nick frost and some other people yeah Uh, but those are the main ones (laughs) yeah i mean if you're tuning in it's because of them it's because of them it's their their uh, duo you know their thing so it's a supernatural ghost hunter comedy yeah hopefully they make fun of all of those shows i'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed about this show. Yeah. It's got to be good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that, yeah, too. definitely. Uh, October 30th. So I guess, right? Was that Halloween or is that... That what? is Friday. The okay. Yeah, that's before. the day before. Correct. That's really bad that I'm like, is that Halloween? It's fucking that's bullshit. that's my brother's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> that, cool is that? that? My brother's birthday is on Halloween. Rosita's birthday is on Halloween, too, also, actually. Also, kind of wonder if maybe he was a demon spot. Hmm. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> The math is there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> According to any Halloween movie, yeah, if you're born on Halloween, probably a demon. Probably a demon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fucking bullshit that Halloween is on a Saturday for the first time in ages, and it's like we're basically shut down still in most parts of the U.S. Yeah. Just well, side note. It's fine. Mm. Again, more candy for us. Yeah. Not that that would have changed. Yeah. Had there not been a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, true, true. What are your plans this weekend? Eh, probably going to swing by Rite Aid, see what they have on clearance. <laughs> yeah. Went through all that candy already? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of How kids. many kids you get? None. Not a lot. <laughs> Disney Plus actually has a really good fucking release this week. Yes, it does. Finally, there's something. Counting down the days. The Mandalorian Season 2 has its premiere episode. Remember, this is week to week with Disney, mm-hmm. so we'll have two months of The Mandalorian. Yes. This I believe is... it's eight, eight episodes. Yes. Unless they've expanded, but I don't think they did. We'll see. I guess we will. <laughs> Some blind guy is like, well, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We'll tell you. We'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> uh, HBO Max has a slew of Halloween stuff. Uh, some of the most recent stuff, Us. Kind of want to watch that myself. Have not yeah, watched it you're yet. You're welcome to do that heard, without me. Heard good things about it. <laughs> Invisible Man, which is the remake. Mm-hmm. 
With Elizabeth Moss. Yep, that's a really good movie. It was we, good. we saw it in theaters right before the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. So that's on HBO Max for people that want to check it out. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's also considered a part of that universal monster. shared monster universe. Yeah. I think yeah. they're still trying to build it. They're still working on that, yeah. Ready or Not is a really good fucking dark comedy. Uh, yeah. Like Halloween feeling movie. Yeah. So it, it's a good twist on the whole idea of being hunted by a group of people. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that stars Samara Weaving. Yes. Who is a great fucking actress. And I think this is probably her best role I've seen her in. Yeah, she was really good in it. Yeah. I loved her personality and the way she executed her lines in this movie. Mm-hmm. So check that one out. It Chapter 2. Probably if you haven't seen Chapter 1, probably skip that one yeah, for now. Yeah, probably. But has some pretty creepy shit in it. Yeah. Especially if you don't like clowns. Yeah. Or googly-eyed things. Googly-eyed things. And if they're googly-eyed clowns... <laughs> You're super fucked. Yeah. <laughs> super fucked. Super fucked. You're super fucked. <laughs> Try to make fucked into two syllables. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work that well. Super fucky? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You did what you could. I did. I tried. <laughs> uh, Doctor Sleep, also another Stephen King film, which I believe has some universal tie-in in the books. I don't know if they ever did that with the uh, the movies, but it's a really good movie. It's good. Which is a sequel-ish to The Shining. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to remember The Shining to still enjoy it. Or I've ever seen it. Or I've ever seen it. Or read. basically my point. Yeah. Whichever yeah. variation you yeah. did not get. Because I know I've seen The Shining forever ago, but I don't remember most of it. Mm. And I still really like it. Oh, yeah. They, they recap it and they yeah. really expand on that whole concept of, of the hotel. Yeah. The parts that are relevant, they tell you about. Yeah. So all good movies for HBO Max. Yes. Uh, October 27th, they do have John Lewis, Good Trouble, a documentary. Yeah. It's about his like uh, fights for civil rights, etc. Okay. Yeah. So not so Halloween? No, not Halloween. But if people are interested in John, Representative John Lewis's life, he's a politician. Uh, October 31st, Black Christmas, which I guess you could argue if it's a Halloween or Christmas movie. I don't think, you know, I really don't think it's you the, would. It's the Nightmare Before Christmas of 2020? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but it's got some crazy shit, so. Yeah. Basically, it's a... Slasher film set in Christmas time. Yes. Uh, Have not seen that, so I will be checking that out the day after Christmas, eating my clearance candy. Yeah. (laughs) Titans, the DC live action show, as well as the Young Justice animated show, Mm -hmm. will both supposedly hit HBO Max on November 1st. Yeah. It claims that. Trailers (laughs) have a date of November 1st. In the description, but the actual trailer does not say that. It doesn't officially say it, but it's listed as coming November 1st on HBO's Max's app. So it seems like it will be, but I guess we don't know for sure yet. Yeah. But uh, I hope it's correct. Better, because I'm looking yeah. forward to both of those. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't seen season three of Young Justice and any of Titans. So get it on it, HBO. Yeah. You cowardly bitch. <laughs> Netflix has a big list of shit blood of zeus the anime netflix original is coming out october 27th Mm -hmm. i'm really excited for that because it's all about greek mythology yes or at least their take on it october 28th has a romantic comedy starring 
Emma Roberts called Holiday. Ugh, yeah. Swipe left on that. <laughs> Did you have to ask your friends what that means? Yeah, I just okay. found out yesterday. <laughs> I heard you talking to them. I was like, this is a weird conversation. Yeah, Rob was talking about <laughs> this whole experience on dating apps and some women he was yeah. talking to and how uh, how hard it is to date mm-hmm. on apps. And I was like, I didn't get that experience. Jessica robbed me of it, you yeah, know? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and, uh, so I was I was asking him how it worked. How What was the whole rundown on right. how the service worked and stuff? Yeah, so you know the like, lingo I now. knew that there's a, a swipe left, but I didn't know if that meant it's good or bad. Got it. And I guess left means you don't think they're attractive. Okay. So presumably right means you do. So right is like Mr. Right or Miss yeah, Right. I guess that's... the. I hope that's why they did that. Yeah. It's probably just an accident. Yeah, they were like, well, whew, that worked (laughs) out. But, yeah. So, I guess presumably if you both swipe right, it means you match and Mm -hmm. then you have the ability to talk to each other. I don't know. That's my understanding of it as well. Yeah, I assume you can't unless you both say, yeah, we're willing to talk to each other. Right, yeah. That's correct. Okay. Uh, That is correct. (laughs) I hear a lot of stories from my friends who okay. are using those apps, okay. so I yeah. know that that part is correct. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A horror-based movie on Netflix, October 28th as well. Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. It's actually a Polish horror movie that I think came out last year, uh, but it looks like it's got subtitles. I do not know if it's dubbed. Yeah, we couldn't tell, so we'll see. But basically, it looks like teens at a camp... Uh, yeah, there's, there's, you know, the standard trope of, like, teenagers go to camp mm-hmm. and start getting murdered for some reason. It's going to have, like, the Polish Jason. Yeah. Jakob. Uh, <laughs> that his name? I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to think of a Polish-sounding name. That, I hope, is how you say Jason in Polish. <laughs> if I you just speak know... Polish <laughs> I just know you Jason's... know how to say Jason, please tell me it's what she just said. I just know J's are pronounced with a Y usually in Northern European languages, so that's where I went with that. Okay, well, uh, so, you, you maybe learn something new every day. Yeah, um, so something I'm excited about that is also coming out on October 28th on Netflix is Secrets of the Saqqara Tomb, uh, which is a documentary, but it's about, uh, they found this Egyptian tomb that hasn't been touched for 4,400 years, and so... That sounds like a great thing to happen for 2020, right? So we might get, like, the mummy. <laughs> yeah. But it's, like... <laughs> but it's real. A true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I've i always liked Egyptian history and stuff. They need so. to send Tom Cruise in there. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to give him a get helicopter. Him like a, get him a, a, you know, a, a redo on the film. Yeah. October 30th, The Day of the Lord. It's a Netflix film. Yeah, it's just some horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a movie with a bunch of whores? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Same thing with uh, His House also comes out, and they obviously have, it seems like they have a little bit of religious tones. That but... one had my interest because it, it kind of had an interesting premise where it seemed like the idea was this guy was released from prison. Oh, yes, that one. On probation. And so the place he has to go live presumably is haunted 
And so it has this interesting concept of he can't just up and leave the fucking place. Yeah, weren't because they... Because he's legally obligated to be there for his probation. Weren't they, like, um, seeking, re- like, asylum from... Yeah, refugees. Refugees or yeah. their refugee status, but they had to stay in a certain area or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that would be terrifying. So I thought that was an interesting take on yeah. why you yeah. are stuck in a situation yeah. like this yeah. and you can't just fucking leave. Very true. Uh, Rogue City looked like some kind of action movie for Netflix. Yeah. And then last, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 7, the final season of the show, mm-hmm. is now going to be on Netflix. For anybody who's been waiting to catch up. Yeah. And once you're done catching up, you want to check out our review. Mm-hmm. One of our previous episodes. Also, I think it was spoiler free. So if you want to listen to yeah. it first, go for it. Yeah, go to town. And of course, we save the best for last as far as Netflix. <laughs> Dawson's Creek is getting all of its seasons Put on the service November 1st. However, there's some bad news for people who want to live in the past. Yeah. (laughs) It will not have its trademark theme song throughout the show. Yeah. So, unfortunately, you are going to have to wait. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That was spot on. Thank you for that, actually. You caught me off guard. And then I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I see what she's doing. Yeah, they replaced it with some other song I've never heard of. So, yeah, whatever. Licensing issues or something like that. It seems like it was the problem. I Personally, I feel like if you love the TV show so much, you're not there for the theme song. So I don't know why this is... Well, also, you probably already own every fucking DVD or VHS, probably, of the show. Exactly. So I don't think anybody's... Personally, I don't see why anybody would care, but the internet seems to disagree. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> seemed worth mentioning. <laughs> it's like people who have never watched the show. Yeah, they're like, this isn't travesty. Rebel, 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 rebel. <laughs> Hulu. For some Halloween content on Hulu, hostile, very fucked up films, torture porn. You yeah, know. hate those. I mean, they're good, but they're very uncomfortable to I mean, watch. I still hate them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. I don't like torture porn. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. It's not my thing. <laughs> Guess I'll just throw away the rope. <laughs> Delivered is, I think, a Hulu original, actually. Is that the one about the... It's like a, like a, a woman's pregnant, and then she gets invited over to another pre- oh, pregnant woman's house from, yeah. like, a pregnant... La- Lamaze class. Class. A pregnant class. <laughs> it's called Lamaze. Teaches you how to be pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, she... Does some whole creepy, creepy shit. you're my prisoner shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. the movie mm-hmm. from what I got from the trailer. Yeah. Kind of want to watch it. Seems cre- super fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. We've talked about this show a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's three seasons of it on Hulu. I recommend anybody go check this out if you want something fun for the Halloween time. Absolutely. Yes. Watch all of it. It's yeah. so good. So good. Can, Easy show to binge. Cannot praise it enough. And don't forget, Rocky Horror Picture Show is just a classic for Halloween. So, uh, arguably, that's a Christmas movie. You are ridiculous. <laughs> he sounds hideous. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's Rocky, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of these days, my dream is to go to an actual Rocky Horror Picture Show show, like live show on mm-hmm. Halloween. Do One they- day. They still do those? I mean, I don't know about this year. Not now, yeah. but is, 
like that's a general thing, right? Yeah, like local theaters do them all the time. Okay. So there's always something that stops me from going. So here we are. Yeah. Me never having gone. <laughs> Can't stop me now. Yeah. Turns out you did. Now I'm not going. <laughs> There's another movie that's coming out October 29th on Hulu, which is a newer movie. Uh, it's a thriller. It's described as a thriller. I can't thriller. quite wrap my <laughs> I can't quite wrap my head around it, but it seems like this couple goes to couples therapy, and then something about the therapist makes things go horribly wrong. It, it seems like it goes poorly. So it's in not like, like a, creepy a bad way. Santa or bad teacher. No, it's I don't think comedy. it's funny. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's more, like, upsetting. It's like a suspenseful thriller? I think so, yeah. I'm very, with, with a, very mildly interested. With a mid-dance routine where they do the, the thriller dance? I don't think that part mm. is going to happen. <laughs> I'm very mildly I think interested. legally any movie that describes itself as a thriller yeah. needs to have a dance scene Yeah. of that song. Legally. Legally, That's yeah. a thing. Okay. Well, do you know what Peacock has? Absolutely nothing new. <laughs> like, I literally couldn't find anything new after yeah, they, for this week at all. They didn't have any older UK shows that they want to play off as their new originals? I mean, maybe. I might have missed those, but I, I, I couldn't find anything <laughs> that was new to the service. Like, actually new. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't really know what to go, where to do here. So we have some, uh, another, a few help from our Halloween picks from them. Well, you know, it's a good fucking time to have them. It is, yeah. <laughs> I think we should wait until December, but. Yeah. <laughs> you lost the bet, so we had to do it yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, it Follows. You recommended that one? Yeah, it's it's more of an indie film. It's a slower pace, but okay. essentially it's like this twist of an STD is like basically like this. I guess, demon kind of thing. Ew. that Like, <laughs> okay. You basically have to pass it on to somebody else in order to not get murdered by it. Oh, okay. 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 So like the ring. But Is like, that the premise S- of the ring? Yeah. You have to, don't you like have to make somebody else I watch thought you it? Just, I thought, oh, is that it? I don't know. It's been a while. It's I been must a while. Have just I might be making that attention. up. <laughs> I thought it was like, you had to solve the mystery of the girl's like tragic story mm. or something. I mean, but I may have just completely I might have missed, missed it, the point of that. Because I, I think we've I established really that that's not really my type of movie, so I might yeah. have missed the point. Yeah. Um, Pitch Black is also on Peacock. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that either. That is a old Vin Diesel film. They basically crash land on a planet with these creatures that are like the poor man's alien. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they basically hunt at night. Got it. <laughs> they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Nobody asked. Uh, it's a good film. It's, okay. you know, it's a silly sci-fi Got it. horror film, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the Grudge. The, oh, I think also that's, not interested I think that's that. The Ring's cousin. I think so, yeah. There's also uh, The Purge TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we announced the season two was out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, have not watched that show yet. And then here's something that's more my speed. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there's like a whole playlist that has all of the Halloween heist episodes. So that's a fun one to watch. That would be a fun one to watch. Yeah. In fact, I might do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can go watch I'm glad it we follows. were here to inspire you then. <laughs> you can watch that creepy other inherit. what is it called? Uh, delivery? Deliver. 
Delivered? Delivered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can watch that one and I'll watch I'll be watching Halloween Heist episodes. Okay, but I'm going to watch it right next to you. No. <laughs> Just don't look at my screen, you'll be okay. I don't like that. <laughs> Just set up a TV right next to yours. Put it like slightly in front of mine. <laughs> Always have the volume like one over yours. Constantly stop to Yeah. walk in front of your TV to yeah. get something. Yeah. The real horror of the evening was that I was there to disturb you. <laughs> okay, well, that's all of our releases. Now on to our announcements. Yes. We all have of our... Quite a few. All of our news. Starting out with the tradition of Halloween, of course. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus 2. We knew this was rumored. Mm-hmm. There was rumbles of this happening. Bette Midler has confirmed. I think she was uh, being interviewed by like some... New York Fox station or something like that. Okay. But she confirmed that herself, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy. Did I say that right? I think so. Okay. Najimy? I'm going to go with We'll go with Najimy. That sounds way less weird. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds less like an organ. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy organ. Uh, (laughs) They're all coming back for the sequel, apparently. They all have agreed that they want to do it. Hi. I feel like... (laughs) It's a little bit late. <laughs> Are they going to plan so, for next you know, year? So, <laughs> my first thought was, if anyone's been disappointed for the last 27 years, they don't have a Hocus Pocus 2 to watch around yeah. this time, you're in luck. Give it a year or two. Yeah, just hang out till yeah. next year, maybe. Probably going to have been worth it. Probably don't even have to put makeup on there so old now. Okay. It's kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that in the most optimistic way. Got it. But if Hocus Pocus isn't your cup of tea, we've talked about Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. There is a show in the works, as well as the animated extension that we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. This one has my interest. Yeah, so Tim Burton is developing a live-action reboot of this show, and he's also going to be the executive producer. Uh, there's also talks that he could potentially direct all of the episodes in the show. Wow. At least, I guess, the first season, I would imagine. Right. And so the premise would be it's set in present day of 2020, uh, with Wednesday being the main focus of the show, and it's from her perspective of modern day. Can it please just be Wednesday, like, judging everyone during the pandemic? It probably will be. (laughs) So really, it's like Daria, but skinned as Halloween. Yeah, more gothic Daria. (laughs) People are like, who the fuck is Daria? (laughs) More of another blast from the past we've got here. (laughs) Legally Blonde, number three, is officially on the books. MGM announced this via Twitter. Um, They're saying it should come May 2022. I think they're doing an extended universe with the Addams Family. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I think Uncle Fester gets in some legal trouble. Yeah. And she has to... Get him out of it? Yeah. Okay. That's what I heard. Yeah. Turns out Bruiser is actually friends with Thing. I don't know who Bruiser it's is. It's her dog that, it, that she carries in a purse. Okay. Yeah. You learn something new every day. <laughs> As it, now I'm questioning it. Now I'm not sure if I know. Mm-hmm. But okay. We'll just go with it. <laughs> I mean, let's hope the dog hasn't died. Yeah. It's been a while since the last movie. Yeah. She was actually um, on that show that I was watching, The Home Edit. The dog? No. Oh. Um, this, this took a drastic turn. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> She has the purse that she used to carry him in, and there's a little stuffed animal. Are you thinking of the meme? I was just thinking of her without her spoon. <laughs> you were going to fucking say that. 
Oh shit, I forgot my spoon. Hold on. <laughs> I'll be right back. Um, they organized her closet or some shit like that. And she had a bunch of like memorabilia from when she was on Legally Blonde. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Was it just a bunch of pink shit then? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of pink shit. Power Rangers is actually going to be extending its universe with new movies and TV series that are all in the works. Uh, Co-creator of the Netflix show I'm Not Okay With This, Jonathan Entwistle? Yep. Entwistle? Uh, Twizzler? Jonathan Twizzler? (laughs) Uh, Is working on a connected universe of Power Ranger movies and TV adaptations. Okay. I didn't realize that the Power Rangers was still a thing. Yeah. It's apparently, there's still shows. Like currently right now? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I knew that there was like a bunch of them, but yeah. I didn't know they were still making these cheesy yeah. action shows. I don't think I realized that either. I just remember there's, there have been a couple of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. I guess anything to keep variety out there. Mm-hmm. I think the, the properties change ownership a few times too. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I think... I want to say Hasbro or Marvel owns them now. Hmm. Something like that. Okay. Speaking of things that Marvel owns, <laughs> unofficially, of course. Yeah. Tom Holland. Uh, <laughs> they or, own Tom Holland. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it. It's not wrong. <laughs> uh, he's revealed a picture of himself dressed as Nathan Drake for the upcoming Uncharted film. Yeah. I think it looks really really fucking good i agree from the neck down (laughs) okay so what's your problem with the neck up just because he looks young he just doesn't even look like the character Nah, he doesn't he's got like a hairstyle i guess that was probably hard (laughs) yeah put a little mousse in the front yeah uh and make sure he's not bald (laughs) perfect yeah yeah, I really wish they could have just gotten the guy who played him in the games to play him in the movie. Well, you know who also, like, I know he's a much older person, but uh, Nathan Fillion. Like, yeah, I know. He that that would have been the best He thing. literally looks like the character. If they hadn't fucking sat And I know that was like a whole fan casting. Everyone's yeah. like always saying that he should play If the they guy. hadn't sat on the fucking idea for so long, he would have been perfect for it. Mm-hmm. But they just I mean, he to. still could yeah. be in the role if they do like an older version. Right. That's true. Like the games have. Yes. Who but knows? obviously, they if they pick Tom Holland for this, it's for the long run. Right. They didn't pick a young cast so that they could... You'd be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> not, yeah, continue it for a while. Yeah. Anyways, no, I mean, I'm sure he'll do fine, but it just, I don't see him as the character. Mm. He just doesn't look like him. I thought it looked pretty good, personally, but I haven't played nearly as many of the games as you have, so... Mm-hmm. I'm not as ingrained in my head. We'll see, too. Plus, the character is very similar in personality to Spider-Man, so I feel like it might be hard for me to be like, yeah, that's just Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. Because I will tell you that whenever uh, Henry Cavill was cast as Geralt of Rivia for The Witcher, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I feel like Mm -hmm. he doesn't really look like him, but now he looks fucking great. Where's the mustache? This isn't Superman. (laughs) So I just think uh, maybe time will tell. After you see his performance, you'll probably like it better. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. But some... You get a mustaches. Uh, yeah. There you go. 
they lent it over to Sony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg teases the mustache on his Instagram account with uh, him saying, don't ask, don't fucking ask. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> All it shows is him wearing some fake mustache. Yeah. Leading into his phone. Yeah. Saying that. So, presumably that's him on set for playing Sully in the Uncharted film. Yeah. Because it looked like he was sitting in like a dress room Dressing room, or something. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Very cool. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife delayed again. What? <laughs> Sony had pushed it back to March of 2021 mm-hmm. in a, a previous delay. Right. But now it's going to be June 11th, 2021. So a few months later. Yes. Not too bad, but yeah. anyone looking forward to it is probably impatient. Yeah. When asked if he was worried about the constant release changes, Paul Rudd responded, I ain't afraid of no delays. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> uh, fun fact about that release. Th- that is a DTF exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> you will not find that anywhere else. Yeah, or from Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exclusive, he didn't even he say it. He doesn't even know he said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fun fact about that weekend, though. I guess it's, so the second weekend in June is the exact same weekend that the original Ghostbusters movie opened in 1984. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe somebody was like, hey, why don't we just do that? They realized it wasn't that much further, and it, they could yeah. do, like, a publicity stunt thing Later about it. they're like, fuck it. Just, you know what? Release the original film instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also on Sony's schedule, Don't Breathe 2 has been confirmed for a August 13th, 2021 release. Okay. Did not even know this was a thing. Okay. <laughs> I saw the first movie. Fucking wild movie. Yeah. Basic premise is this group of young adults break into a a blind person's house to steal a bunch of money and he basically ends up being hella fucking good at hearing and then and fucking them up in the dark and it it turns into like a a cat and mouse thriller chase (laughs) of them being trapped in his house with him basically going after him so they broke into daredevil's house then i guess (laughs) they dared to do so idiots Uh, and then there's like a big twist to it as well. Okay. There, there's more to it than that, but it's a pretty good film. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so. I've got news from the Fast and Furious front, in case anybody was waiting with bated breath. Justin Lin was officially set to direct the final two movies in the uh, series. So that's number 10 and 11, and they are completing the series officially with 10, with 10 and 11. So... We will finally be done with Fast and the Furious officially, but there are going to be obviously spinoffs still. So it's not entirely done. It just means the main line will be completed. Um, And I guess Fast and Furious 9 was supposed to be released this year, as we might remember, and has been pushed to May 28th of 2021. They're currently in post-production. I kind of feel like this is just a a wording to say, oh, yeah, well, we're basically going to... Split up the cast, and then they're going to have their own fucking movies. Yeah. But it's still going to be Fast and Furious, right? Yes. Like, yeah, they're just going to call it something else. There's no else. way they're not going to continue I Cash think, Cow. I think, honestly, that they're just going to change the names so that people will stop rolling their eyes when they hear that one comes out. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, uh, yeah, okay. Plus, at this point, like, where the fuck else can they go, and what can they possibly do that is not going to, that is going to top the last one? Exactly. So, I think if they just give them new backdrops, it'll be easier to rehash yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
Plus, you got some of these actors seemingly fighting with each other over yeah. who's more valuable to the franchise. Yeah, exactly. So, but I hope this doesn't mean anything about Hobbs and Shaw not continuing. Because as far as I know, there's a sequel it, still. It yeah, it didn't have any rel- It didn't say anything that was relevant to that at all. Okay. Uh, so remember the Sherlock Holmes mystery verse that we talked about last mm-hmm. week? Yeah. Uh, guess what? It's on hold. <laughs> um, supposedly, December 22nd, 2021 is still the release date of Sherlock Holmes 3. But in uh, the Celebrity Catch-Up podcast, director David Fletcher actually said is, quote, on the back burner due to COVID, essentially. So I don't know. I mean, no one's surprised. Yeah. There's um, no mystery d- here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Solved it. <laughs> yeah. Movie's done. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either that or we're just completely bad luck as far as franchises go. Yeah. We make announcements and then they and, like. Yeah. We talk fail. about something and then yeah. it, it curses the, the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that's not the case. It'd be pretty awkward. CBS All Access closes down tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, man. Simply because I just said that reference right then. Just then, then. yeah. <laughs> uh, Simon Kinberg uh, has been tapped to write and produce Battlestar Galactica, the movie for Universal. Uh, he's known for his work on X-Men, basically over the last decade, all of those films. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting from the ground up, and he's going to create a universe that brings the Battlestar Galactica story to the big screen. Okay, cool. That's one of those franchises I've never really gotten to sit down and like watch but Same. i've always wanted to same uh remember Smokey and the bandit did you ever watch that show nope okay <laughs> speaking of cbs it's got, all access it's got uh <laughs> something reynolds burt reynolds burt yeah. reynolds yeah since you brought up cbs all access i thought i'd give gotcha. us a throwback there gotcha um yeah burt reynolds he's uh in Smokey and the bandit back in the day they are um rebooting it or whatever in in a tv series format mm. and david gordon green will be writing and directing that um, this is according to Empire. He is known for directing Pineapple Express, Your Highness, Eastbound and Down. And also, he recently directed a few episodes of Mythic Quest. So I think it's safe to say we're going to know quite a few of the people that get cast in this. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? I'm assuming is going to be the lead then. Um, yeah, I would imagine. Uh, Mullet Man. Yep. <laughs> Danny McBride. Danny McBride, thank you. Yeah, that would be he fucking hasn't been amazing. Shit for a while. Well, okay, now I guess he's been in the uh, something gemstones on HBO. Oh, the Righteous Gemstones. Righteous yeah. Gem- yeah. Okay, we yeah. have to watch that still, by the way. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, that would be hilarious. But I mean, Smoking the Bandit, uh, like Burt Reynolds' character has like this like sex appeal issue. Was that a comedy? I to mean, begin with? I because it feels like they're going for a comedy right here. It feels like they are. <laughs> So I don't know for sure, but I know there was probably some aspects of comedy, but it wasn't, like, as funny as, like, modern comedies. Uh, But just for fun, Seth MacFarlane will also be co-producing with his company Fuzzy Door. So I feel like all signs point to it'll be hilarious. Okay. So. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, You know what else will be hilarious? What? The Evil Dead movie sequel that's in the works. Oh, right. Yeah, it's called Evil Dead Rise. So there's been a slight update to it. The director for the film, Lee Cronin, said, We're going to have a heroine, a woman in charge, and she's going to try and save her family. So this film will not actually star Bruce Campbell, who was in everything, essentially, for The Evil Dead so far, besides the remakes. Yeah. Uh, And the movie is rumored to be set in a high-rise building inside of a a big city. 
Okay. Uh, so are we probably going to be getting Evil Dead Die Hard? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so And the title's not wrong. No, it's not. Uh, so is this going to be following, is it going to be following the events of, like, the TV show that we watched, Adam vs. Evil Dead? From what I understand, it is a continuation. Okay. I assume the show is considered canon. I think so. Because they treat it like it was in yeah. the show. So maybe uh, we're... The basic premise I got from this was a group of people find the book and then shit goes down. Right. I mean, so every movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> and show <laughs> got it interesting well i can't wait for that mm-hmm. while we're waiting for that mm-hmm. we have some time to kill do we and possibly to die okay uh from variety the bond film no time to die has reportedly been shopped around to streaming services for 600 million dollars i saw this this is all according to insiders of rival studios according to variety yeah, according to Inside a Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if they were to shop this somewhere else on a streaming service, the all the marketing partners that would be in the film, you know, the product vehicle placement. brand, product placements, <laughs> of course, yeah, uh, they would all have to sign off because of the changes to the release. Right. Uh, but MGM has reportedly lost thirty to fifty million dollars just from delays of this film. Which cost them two hundred fifty million plus to make. Wow! Here's the funny thing: uh, MGM representatives said to Variety, "We do not comment on rumors. The film is not for sale. The film's release has been postponed until April 2021 in order to re- to preserve the theatrical experience for moviegoers." Hmm. Sounds like you do have comments on rumors. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a comment. That would definitely be a response. Yeah. And a comment yeah. to the rumor. On a rumor. Yep. They must not know what that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, big story here. <laughs> Sonic ended Marvel's 10-year run as highest grossing superhero movie of the year. Um, so that's cool. Except when you actually look at the numbers, I mean, it's not that exciting. So uh, it's just funny because there's like headlines all over the place about this, but... I just had to compare the numbers here for you. Uh, Yes, Sonic the Hedgehog was the highest grossing superhero film of 2020 so far. Excuse me. If you consider it a superhero film, If you, A, consider it a superhero (laughs) film, I don't know, I personally don't know that I would say that. Uh, But B, also, excuse me, was there a Marvel movie this year? Did I miss it? No, there wasn't. So it doesn't really make sense to compare that and say, oh, well, the, Sonic beat Marvel when Marvel didn't have a movie this year. They couldn't really beat them. It's just that there wasn't a movie. Um, and just for funsies, I'll tell you the numbers. Endgame, obviously, was the winner for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and their earnings for the year were $2 billion, Is that right? No. Yeah, that's right. $2,797,800,564. Okay. Sonic's earnings... For 2020, were 306 million and 766,470 dollars. So, um, like about a tenth, about a tenth of what a Marvel movie made mm. in the prior year. So, yes, objectively yeah. they did well <laughs> by technicality. By technicality, they were the best. Yeah, grossing film this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. They did have it in theaters shortly. Yes. And then they also had a quick 
release to streaming and purchase and rental. Yeah. So. So I I liked yeah. the movie. It was a good. It, it was, was a, a really good, good movie. fucking movie. And there is a sequel planned for April eighth of twenty twenty two. That's great. But I feel like this win comes with a big asterisk next to it. <laughs> this is like the uh, the strike season of a of a sport. Exactly. And then they finally come back at the end with like a small schedule. Yeah. And then. Oh, we're the winners. The champions are. Yeah, they played two games and they won. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But not to take anything from the film, but it sounds like whatever this article was, was just a gimmick to say, oh, we'll be able to put Sonic and Marvel stuff in the headline to get some clicks. It was clickbait. And I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to expose that. Yeah. (laughs) Who was it, by the way? Uh, It was Screen Rant. Screen Rant, put out some some real news, you cowards. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, talking about Marvel, Oscar Isaac, as of today, is rumored to be joining the MCU. Yes. Uh, I saw that. So he is reportedly in negotiations to play the lead character, Mark Spector, in the Moon Knight series for Disney+. Plus. Jeremy Slater, who wrote Umbrella Academy for Netflix, is also writing the series. So that would be a pretty good fucking team up. Definitely. This news is not official, though. So do not take it as actually happening just yet. Right. Uh, that's just, he's in talks, supposedly. Okay. Uh, interestingly, this was a deadline report that I read. Mm-hmm. They also noted that he would be joining Tatiana Maslany. Mm-hmm. who was supposedly going to be She-Hulk, but later denied even being involved in the project. Mm, interesting. So they're either doubling down on that whole story, or assuming somebody... she's lying, Yeah. or they didn't get the memo. Yeah. Somebody didn't tell this one writer. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's still a thing, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I was a bit shocked to see that. But, yeah. But uh, I kind of hope that this is real about Oscar Isaac, because that would be really fucking cool. Yeah, it would be cool. And I kind of briefly looked... Uh, there were some screenshots people posted of, like, the comics, and I was like, okay, I feel like I'm going to like this character, mm-hmm. and I feel like he would be good at that character, so. And I don't think it's really that big of a surprise, right? He was in Star Wars. Yeah. He was in the Fox of course X-Men film. Yeah. Oh, God. So he's got apocalypse. connections. He's got connections, you know, <laughs> like, Disney likes to yeah. share their actors in different yeah. properties, so yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if this was official. Yeah. I would definitely be okay with that. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has finished filming for that project within the MCU. That's good to know. Uh, It was posted on Instagram by Simu Liu. Did I say that right? I think so. I hope so. That's the lead actor in the movie. And the movie has a July 9th, 2021 release date. Okay, that... So that's not that that far away. Yeah, that tracks. That's a decent amount of time for post-production and all that. I mean, I hope so. I would imagine. I don't know how much time it takes to put into post-production but if there's a lot of cgi i imagine it would be a lot of heavy lifting that's true because that's only like six well okay like eight months from now yeah i would i mean i don't know obviously i'm basing, basing nine myself. months it's based on nothing but it sounds like enough time <laughs> i mean for all i know they like finish movies like i finish essays for school you know yeah they wait till the last minute and yeah. do it all the night before <laughs> They finish it at 6 (laughs) a.m. They put it off until the night before. Yeah. All right. We got to make a movie. (laughs) Tom Holland. Yes. (laughs) He may be part of the Uncharted film, but he's also been charted in Atlanta. Yeah. He charted himself there. Yeah. He charted himself there. (laughs) 
uh, and put on Instagram a video of him saying, we just landed in Atlanta. It's time for Spider-Man 3. Let's go. So they are going to be starting filming for Spider-Man 3 very, very soon. Very cool. And that movie is set for a December 17th, 2021 release. Mm-hmm. Which, again, they're going to start filming. Yeah. And this movie's going to be out yeah. in a little over a year. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe we just don't know what's involved in making movies. Yeah, we yet. probably don't. Okay. <laughs> we probably just don't. Yeah. Well, Which... who knows? Maybe they already started like CGI shit. Like Maybe like, they yeah. know exactly what they need to do as far as the action scenes that are not real actors. And yeah. they can just they probably did a lot of work on that ahead of time. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure they've got this shit planned out because of the delays with the pandemic. Yeah. Try and get an advantage on it. Definitely. Um, otherwise, probably expect a delay, huh? Yeah. Hope not, though. We'll see. We've got another casualty of the pandemic for you. We refer- Either that or, like you said, we're cursed and we're <laughs> we're dooming anyone that we mention on the podcast to close down. Uh, Quibi, the... S- quick bite streaming service that we talked about a mm, lot a while certainly back is quick very quick six months quick um is officially done they are um they posted a blog on their website on the 21st of this month and it said they are going to be closing down later this year basically they aren't making money and they mm. said the plan isn't working then they posted another thing on their customer service, like a, the end of end of service announcement or whatever. That's an official letter from the two, what's what are their names, Katzenberg and Whitman. Uh, yeah, they will be closing down the service on or about December 1st. And they don't know if content will be available anywhere afterwards yet, but it, presumably they're looking into options. Um, they suggested in their letter that there's two possible reasons for the failure of the service. Um, One, because the idea itself wasn't strong enough to justify a standalone streaming service or because of our timing. Unfortunately, we will never know, but we suspect it's been a combination of the two. I am not surprised that they're shutting down. Yeah. Because I, I mean, let's be honest. This was a service that was basically designed around the concept of on the go. Yes. You know, you have a break at work. Yeah. You're going to watch an episode of yeah. their Quibi show for exactly. 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, you're waiting at a bus stop. You're going to watch something. You're, you know, commuting as a passenger. Yeah. Don't be reckless, you idiots. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then I don't want to, I I hesitate to say this because I, I really appreciated that they gave us that 90-day trial, but I also feel like that might have been a little too long. Well, they didn't have everything at that point, but you're right. It, it They did seem to have enough where you felt like, well, I, I got the gist of it. Yeah. So I do think maybe it was longer than it should have been. But also, that was probably their attempt at getting people Hope to try it out during a pandemic when yeah they wouldn't have really needed to, right? That's true. I really want to know what's going to happen to the content because... Some of these were really promising shows yeah. or just straight enjoyable. Yes. I think it's called Flipped. Yeah. That, that was a comedy that I really enjoyed that season of. It was with um, Caitlin Olsen and... McGruber. McGruber. <laughs> and uh, Will Forte. Yep. That was a really good show. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with some of these shows. You know, yeah. They obviously had contracts with all of these 
creators and actors, right? So mm-hmm. are they just going to cut the losses? Are they going to try and sell these? Other networks might be into some of these, right? I yeah. guess it's a matter of how much they're willing to sell them for. Yeah, good question. And, and then if they do sell them, are we going to potentially get like full season shows rather than quick bites? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. No. I guess we'll have to see. I, I'm kind of debating if I should even sign up to binge the rest of what I didn't get to watch before yeah. it's gone in December. Yeah, might not be a bad idea. Because uh, the, they had the, you know, I know it's Halloween time, so I'll say this, 50 States of Fright or something like that. Yes. And it was a really cool concept. Hell, they could even get that to like Netflix or something and have, because they were multiple parts for some states where they had their story. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be around 20-something minutes an episode if you combine those states together. Yeah. And then you could put them in as a little series, whatever. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, and I don't think they even went through all the states, so I would love to see the rest of that show. So I might get just the last month just so I could watch it in case it doesn't end up somewhere. Right. As a, a safety measure. Yeah, that's probably a good call. If you're really curious about checking Quibi out, now's the time just in case because we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Watch, they get like so many people doing that that they're like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, we're not shutting down after we're all. Good then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Reno 911. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's you know, true. I would assume they don't own the rights to the show because it's been around forever. Right. But it would be interesting to see if that continues elsewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. Comedy Central brings it back. Yeah. Again. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but it's not, it's not surprising, but I guess disappointing, you know? Yeah. I'm not mad, Quibi. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> DC and the Snyder Cut came back with a bunch of fucking surprise news this week. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto is apparently going to join the Snyder Cut as the Joker. Ooh, interesting. He will be shooting additional footage for the film, which he was not actually going to be in originally. Does... So they're <laughs> adding footage that was not a part of the original story. It does seem a little weird that something called the Snyder Cut seems to have so many new characters. <laughs> I know, right? This thing was sold as, oh, it's just his original vision. But it sounds like it's really not his original vision. It's a new vision. Yes. And it definitely feels like the idea they're going for is a continuing this universe mm-hmm. maybe as a multiverse addition to where they're trying to bring the dceu yeah. right it's like have two versions that you can yeah. promote at the same time yeah it's very interesting it, it feels like they're just trying to incorporate and continue what what worked well yeah yeah i guess they're also bringing back joe manganello as Deathstroke. So there's another new character that we didn't really realize was going to be a thing. He was only in the, what, the after credit scene Yeah, or he was the end credit scene of Justice League. So we knew he was going to be a role in the feature of the DCEU based off that film. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think most women are totally okay with him being in the movie. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> uh, but I don't think he was confirmed for it. But people are saying that he's been seen rocking the haircut or whatever that oh, he is for okay, the character. Oh, okay, got it, got it. So it's not confirmed. Okay. Does this also imply that we could see Alex Luthor come back for this film as well? I mean... Because in the, the end credit scene, spoilers for anybody, Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor recruits him Yeah. for some kind of team, it seems. 
I mean, it definitely seems like that would be an option. I'm pretty excited about both of these additions to yeah, the Snyder. Like I whether this is going to be something brand new or still the original vision, yeah. what I don't know. But I am very excited to see what what they do with this. Definitely. Uh, you know, Ben Affleck's coming back to do some footage for reshoots. Uh they they say Ray Fisher, Amber Heard have both come back to do some reshoots. So Ray Fisher did come back? Yeah, to well, do stuff? I mean this is the Snyder cut. I know, it, but it seems like he's got a pretty Negative things, relationship things with got WB quiet right now. though things did get quiet that's true so maybe yeah. there was a Some, paycheck that out. said shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah yeah there's uh it's gonna be interesting to see where this this goes with snyder cut mm-hmm. it's gonna be a big one yeah as far as jared leto goes too like i i feel like it's the same situation with ben affleck where i think he could be a great character mm-hmm but he was in a movie that didn't work well. Yeah. And so he wasn't really able to shine. Yeah. And I don't think he got the justice he deserved. Yeah. And I didn't mean that as a, a pun. <laughs> but I'm going to take credit. You're going to stand by it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I thought he would have been a really great Joker. But he just didn't mm-hmm. get the chance to do what he could have done. Yeah. And so it'd also be interesting, too, to see if these characters are the exact ones that were represented already or are they going to take these characters and implement them as a alternate version of that character from a different universe mm, good you point know, are they going to try and revamp jared leto's joker as a more traditional joker hmm. and maybe see if they can get that character liked again oh maybe instead of giving him the Fortnite sex appeal yeah <laughs> i guess we'll have to see <laughs> The Fortnite sex appeal. I don't know. It, TM. I, <laughs> that's what I think of when I see him. I, I think yeah. of like a, a, a very colorful Fortnite character. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be shocked if that's what they're doing. Like, you know, kind of test market him in this film to see if they can redeem the character. Yes. To continue it in the DCEU elsewhere. Right. right. And also, what does that say for the Joker movie that happened with... Uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Right. I know that's a standalone and and supposedly the only movie, but there has been a lot of rumblings that there may be sequels and being talked about. Yeah. So, I mean, again, does that mean they'd have multiple Jokers? Is, I mean, it, it's all up in the air in that sense. But I will not be shocked if any of these moves are to expand the DCEU yes. multiverse Sideways. concept. Sideways, yeah, exactly. You know, it's a very g- good Give point. Snyder his own version and then give the... DCEU, it's whatever direction it wants to go. Yeah, it's second chance. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Very yes. exciting. Yes. Okay. Well, that's our news. Yes. For movies and TV. Yes. So let's uh, let's talk about what we watched this week. Here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was disappointing but not the worst, we're going to sample it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're We're DTF. DTF. That was a pretty good one. Thanks. (laughs) I feel like you said it every week, too. Oh, do I? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, oh well. (laughs) I mean, but it's good, you know, keeping it consistent. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to be one that you just are really let down by. Yeah, that was disappointing. And then you're going to rate our rating system with a burn it. Yeah. Maybe. 
First up, we have a few DTF quickies as far as uh, reviews go. I watched Frayed on HBO Max. That actually came out, I believe, July of this year. Previously released in the UK and Australia last year. Basic premise of this show is a wealthy London housewife is forced to return to her hometown of Newcastle in Australia after the death of her husband. She moves with her son and daughter into her mother's house where her brother still lives. There was only like six episodes of this show. Started watching it because people I know were really enjoying it and they said how funny it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I checked it out. It's about 45 minutes an episode. It's definitely a very dry humor because of... British. The, British. the fan base. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember liking this a little bit, but you kept watching it. We watched one or two We watched a couple episodes together, together and then I finished it. Yes. Yeah. I decided that you're on the, your own. That I could go fuck myself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it enough that I continued watching it, but I don't think it was hilarious like people were telling me it was. Gotcha. Uh, and I am really into the dry humor, so... Yeah. I was surprised myself that I wasn't more into it than I wanted to be. Gotcha. Uh, but I did enjoy it enough that I watched the whole thing. Really, it's just a lot of her dealing with her past and dealing with relationships that she basically abandoned when she moved to London mm-hmm. and now has to come it's back to, like, and deal with. Yeah. yeah. There is like a bunch of like ridiculous scenarios about like how her husband died is like a ridiculous thing they mm-hmm. kind of like turn that into an ongoing joke of like people bringing it up and her like trying to avoid the topic and stuff mm-hmm. like that okay. and, and then it dives into some more personal stuff with her her kids and her mother and her brother and stuff and then you see like their relationship and how they're basically like they were when they were children and like yeah. sibling fights and yes but it is a charming, wholesome show where I think I would continue watching it if there was a season two. But there's nothing that's really, like, stand out as far as the storytelling. Okay. Um. So I would just give it a test it. It, it, it was good, and I, I would continue watching it. But I would like to see it expand a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also checked out My Hero Academia. It's been out for a while, but I caught up with season four. Uh, I watched it on Hulu and Funimation, actually, a little combination of the two. Yeah. Because Hulu only had subtitles, and then I found out Funimation had dubbed. So uh, I also got a free trial for the premium Funimation, so I tried that out. Gotcha. It was a bit slow at parts, but overall it got the job done. It reminded me a lot of the older Dragon Ball Z as far as like how slow it got with episode to episode of fights or or just getting the point across of what was happening mm-hmm. with between characters but it's a solid show they've introduced a lot of new characters action's great so i'm interested to see where they go with it there there are some really compelling storylines that they've kind of developed with some of the newer characters mm-hmm. uh, so it's a good anime and i think anybody who hasn't checked my hero academia out should check it out i'm gonna have to give that one a slice it for the season i okay. feel like it, it would it, i feel like they could have trim down some of the storytelling but it it had some really good shit in there so okay good to know i mean i know how you are with anime so yeah i'm surprised you haven't watched it such yet. a such a big fan <laughs> uh, and then we watched brightburn together yeah we did which i've been wanting to watch for a million years finally got to watch it yeah thank you prime day giving oh, yeah. us giving us the 4k for ten dollars yeah so we checked that out and yeah. it's basically the concept of what if superman came to earth as a child but was a piece of shit yeah it honestly feels like uh it could be a prequel to the boys <laughs> right 
It's like an alternate yeah. origin yes. for Homelander. alternate origin, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I guess James Gunn was a producer on this. Yeah. I thought he directed it, but I guess he was just the producer. Right. The director is David Yaroveski. Okay. Yeah, see, I that surprised me because the whole time I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see that because he directed. Mm-hmm. Turns out he didn't. That was yeah. the twist. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty good film. I, it was short. Uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks was the mother mm-hmm. of this child who they get from a crashed spaceship in their yeah. farmland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was um, a little harder for me to watch. I was very uncomfortable at parts because I was just like, ugh, it, it was... It was like a serial killer or whatever is on the loose. That kind of movie. And I was like uncomfortable waiting for yeah. what was going to happen next. I thought it was going to be more action to it than it really was. It was mm-hmm. a little bit of like a smaller scale story. What I didn't really get was, so they fucking find this kid mm-hmm. in the woods. Yeah. In a spaceship. Yeah. And then they start realizing throughout the movie, fast forward when he's older, that he's got these fucking weird things going on. Yeah. He's getting powers or whatever. He's, mm-hmm. he's becoming, like, uncontrollable. And then the whole time, they're, like, completely clueless and, like, oblivious to the idea that, oh, well, maybe it's because he's a fucking alien. Yeah. They, they're, like, in denial the whole time that, yeah. like, possibly he, he's, like, fucking a monster because he's yeah. not from the planet. And yeah, there, there was a lot of things that didn't make sense when they knew very fucking well where they got the kid and they yeah. knew that he wasn't from that planet. Like you, you just know that. You know. It, it <laughs> makes me wonder, in this in this world, this universe, do superhero stories not exist? Because it yeah. felt like they were completely like, well, how could he possibly be evil? Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> That's not possible. How could he have done that? He's a little kid. <laughs> no, he's a fucking alien. Whatever. But, but then at certain points, it seems like they acknowledge, though, oh, yeah, well, he is not like us. Mm-hmm. But... Then they do stupid shit that makes me think they don't think that. So, I don't know. It's, it's it was a little hard for me because there were things that happened that just didn't need to happen because people were being fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was some, there was a little bit of a, little bit of, little bit of gore. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But it I was felt kind like, of a lot. I feel like that's kind of where I was disappointed was I felt like I was expecting more, like, gruesome deaths by this little evil kid. There was one kid. that was very upsetting to me. There but... was a few that were pretty surprising, but I feel like... There wasn't more than I thought there would be. Right, yeah. I wasn't, the amount wasn't insane, but just the graphic nature of one or two of them were Mm. very upsetting. (laughs) Like, I didn't, I didn't want to watch or hear it. (laughs) Yeah. And the way that they, like, ended this film, I feel like was a great way of turning it into, like, a franchise to have more movies. Yeah. So I'm surprised that hasn't happened. It does seem that way. But it's it's a good Halloween film, I guess, huh? Yeah, it's if very Halloween. If you want something Halloween. boys-like, but a little bit more small-scale storytelling. Yeah. You'll recognize the cast. Like I yeah. said, Elizabeth Banks was the mother. Jim's ex, I'm not sure what his name is, was the father. Uh, so I guess... You mean I, Pam's ex? What did I say? You said Jim's ex. Oh. Hey, it's 2020. You gotta be progressive now, Okay. <laughs> Who? And then I was like, oh, you mean Pam. David Denman is his name. Okay. I mean, I said what I said. Um, if he got with Pam at any point, I'm not aware of that. But... I felt like this kid, Jackson Dunn, who played the 
Brightburn kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he did a, a really good job being the terrifyingly under the radar dickhead. You know, like mm-hmm. like like when <laughs> yeah, like that's his that's his name for you know um in. Was the show we watched on Apple TV with Chris Evans in it? Oh, uh, defending Jacob. Yes, Jacob, the guy who played Jacob. How he was like very like mm. he, he played that character very well, mm-hmm. so much so that you fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. I feel like this kid did a good job of being that character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. There was something just just creepy enough about him, and I'm. <laughs> it's just oh yeah, like... maybe the fact that he was a homicidal fucking <laughs> tween. Yeah. Exactly. With superpowers. Yeah, I don't. What, what would you give it? I, I feel like <sighs> I don't know. I was pretty uncomfortable at points, so I would say test it for me. Yeah. I enjoyed it enough that I don't regret watching it, but I feel like it could have been much more than it was. Maybe I hyped it up for myself with how long it took me to watch it. Yeah, you it. put that on a pedestal for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also gonna test it. I didn't hate it. There were a lot of things that I liked about it, but for the most part, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm gonna even it out with a test it. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. It wasn't very nice. <laughs> Are you sure about what that? What that kid did to some of those people. <laughs> but Amazon Prime released Borat 2. Yeah. Or Borat... Subsequent movie subsequent film. Subsequent movie film or whatever the hell the original title was. Delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they had a different name before that even. Yes. Sexy delivery of sexy monkey or something to mm-hmm. uh vice premier Mikhail Pence. Yeah, so yeah. clearly that was a cowardice yeah. change because they yeah. didn't want to get sued. Yeah. So yeah, this released a day before it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to be the twenty third. It actually ended up being released the twenty second. Yes. On Amazon Prime. And this is a follow-up to the two thousand six comedy centered on the real life adventures of a fictional Kazakh television journalist named Borat. Yep. Played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, the the uh, the character we know. <laughs> Everybody knows who it is, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy with a wife. <laughs> yeah. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> so this was an interesting one because I don't know how they were... I didn't know how they were possibly going to come back with a movie like this in the, the social climate we're in because of the themes of the original... Yes. And, and I know that it's meant to be social commentary. Yes. But I feel like it would have been very hard to execute some of those topics again. Right. Uh, but I think they did it enough that it worked with the premise of what they did. Yeah. I was probably more disappointed in this than uh, most people are. It seems like people love this film yeah. from what I'm seeing on mm-hmm. social media. I was a little disappointed in a sense, but I think it was fine for what it was. I loved it. Um, but to be fair, I really didn't like the first one that much. Okay. I mean, I appreciated certain parts of it, but I honestly couldn't finish it because I was so, con- like, I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. But it was a long so time ago. So maybe it's just a, a, a sense of the type of comedy that they are. Because yeah. I feel like for me, the first one was more random nonsense. Yes. Uh, as far as the the, the skit to skit of, yes. of him interacting with society. I think you're right. And this one, I feel like they really, really focused on making a more clear message of hate groups or, or yeah. misinformed they were fairly groups qu- as far as education or just, you know. There was quite a bit more. Diversity or, or acceptance. 
Yeah, it seemed like there was a, a more clear goal of political commentary on this one. Uh-huh. More well, so than just random. Which, of course, random. it's right before an election. Yeah. Uh, probably a very big fucking election, yes. arguably, right? Yeah, right. Uh, so, I was disappointed. I just felt like, as far as the skits went, if you would call them skits, I, I feel like I could never tell if the people in the scenes with him were or were not aware of it being a skit. Yeah. Because it felt like they did at times. Most of the time, really. It felt like they were a part of the joke rather than being the joke. But then there would be a few times where I'm like, okay, he got him here. I personally, like, I know why you felt that way. Because it did seem like a lot of them were in on it. I think because there wasn't enough tension. There wasn't enough, like, um, uncomfortable reactions or confrontation with people. Between him and, and whoever was in the scene that it felt like they were like, let him do his thing because that's 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 what you're supposed to do. And yeah. it wasn't like like the first one where it felt like people were pushing back on him because they didn't understand yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Plus, they kind of, I felt like it was very hard for them to do this one because they had to basically find a way that they could do it without people knowing it was him, right? Yes. Uh, which is pretty much what the premise was. And this was every scene he was... Not necessarily Borat. He was always disguised as somebody else while being Borat. Yeah. So most of the time he's like disguised as somebody else. And so that, that kind of was like, okay, well, obviously it's because he can't just go walk around like Borat anymore. Yeah. And they kind of like. a- address that in the very opening of the movie. Yeah. They have a reason for it. In I mean, it's the same reason. It's a real reason that he can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, to me, though, I felt like the... That made it funnier that the people seemingly really didn't understand that it was a bit. I felt like it was just a further statement on people's idiocy. But that's just my interpretation of it. Because I, my thought was these people weren't in on it. They literally just were that crazy that they believed everything that he was saying. And they were like, yeah, I agree with you. That's that's where I got, where I landed on that issue. So I think that's probably why I enjoyed it more. I felt like it was like an extra like a little extra jab because they didn't realize that it was not a real thing and they didn't confront him. They were like, yeah, this is normal. Okay. So I guess you could say that speaks volumes of where our exactly. society is right now. hundred percent. That is right. Exactly. That's exactly where Like I... nothing's too out of the extreme anymore. Yeah. They're like, Everything's oh, yeah. comfortable. Yeah. My buddy said the same thing yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His wife uh, is very nice as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was... Why I liked it so much mm-hmm. is because it seemed like, to me, these people were really just that delusional. It, it just felt to me like it was missing the... I guess I guess I just needed that nostalgia, and I mm-hmm. feel like it was missing that in it. And I guess that's on me because it's trying to be something more. It's trying to evolve from, I guess, I don't want to say toilet humor, but, I mean, it basically was, right? Yeah. In the first one? Yeah. I mean, he literally I mean, got like a turd in a napkin down. There's a little bit of toilet humor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, true. True. Uh, But I will say, I really, really, really loved Maria Bakalova, who played his daughter in this film. So good. Seemingly out of nowhere, no history in any kind of acting, uh, was brought into this film. She was charismatic. Mm -hmm. She was sellable as his daughter. Mm -hmm. And she was just very lovable. Like, I feel like you couldn't dislike the character. Yeah. It's weird because, like... Okay, well, you could have for one moment. Yeah, whenever she first shows when up... When you find out how she like, first shows up... 
I'm like that was a little weird to me. I feel like you could have gotten a different route with that. But, but that was part of the bit, you know. They had yeah. to make it fucking crazy so yeah. that everyone's outraged. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Initially, when she shows up, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fucking weird. I don't know how I feel mm-hmm. about this. And then they, I realized that she's gonna play a bigger part, and it, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I can, I think I have a better example of what I felt was missing. Okay, so there is a scene, and this isn't really much of a spoiler. There is a scene where she meets with a quote-unquote feminist <laughs> yeah. to to learn about how to be more of a woman, I guess, yeah. in, in America. Yeah. And the person they use for a feminist is just basically like a trophy wife or something like that, uh, right? She's a, what they call She's a model? Sugar I, baby? A sugar, sugar baby. baby. Okay. So I get the joke was like she's not really a feminist, but yes. like by his standards she was. Yeah. But I kind of wish they did actually find a feminist that they got an interview with secretly and had this interview or or conversation yeah. and like made this weird extreme yeah tension between her saying like these you know oh well I gotta live in a cage or whatever yeah. and then the feminists reacting to that kind of shit yeah and like I I would have liked that yeah a little bit more so yeah in a sense I feel like they were kind of playing it safe with this mm. as far as those tension moments mm-hmm. I think the furthest they did was the ballroom thing in the south where they oh had my gosh. Uh, what is it called the debutante ball so they they the fathers show off their daughters well it's like the family presents the daughter as a eligible person of society or whatever okay it's a thing people in the is it South... like when they're 18 they do it i think they're 16 usually. okay so it's like sweet 16 kind of yeah. slash they're marrying like... my daughter in two years i guess <laughs> It's like, let me show you off my daughter because I'm a rich person. I've never even heard of these. So I was really confused on this whole scene. My grandma was from Oklahoma, so. But the the premise of that scene and where it goes Mm -hmm. with him and her, I think was probably the the heaviest they did with getting interactions uh, and and reactions from people. Yeah. That was pretty heavy. (laughs) In a few ways, it was heavy. In a lot of ways, yeah. Um. I think, okay, even like there was a, you know, the scene where they, where they go to the, the clinic. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, I think it's in the trailer. It but, is in the trailer, yeah. Uh, about, about a situation with, with her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so good. I'm just trying not to spoil it because you know, have never even yeah. seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, even that, like, I feel like as extreme of that conversation implied. Yeah. yeah. The guy involved should have been way more like outraged and like reacting completely differently than he did yes and so that's what made me feel like is he in on this or is it more of a he's just a really professional fucking person with how how drastic his views are from what the situation is right right now yeah i part of me wonders if that if that was that reaction was because he felt he needed to be he needed to put that front on for them Mm-hmm. Plus, I guess there's a camera in the fucking room, so yeah. he probably felt like he couldn't yeah. <laughs> react even if he wanted exactly. to. Exactly. That also kind of makes me wonder: is did they film this with like 
real cameras or were there like hidden cameras in some cases? I feel like they couldn't do hidden well, cameras because you have to get a release cameras, right? and all that, right? Yeah. That's, that's another thing that made me feel like they were all a part of it because like yeah. it's a doctor's office. I don't know how they possibly could have had a camera in there. Right. Even later on with the, the bigger scene at the end yeah. where, where you see an interview with uh, a politician that yeah. is in the news currently yes. because of this movie. Yeah. I feel like how the fuck do they possibly have well, his, his permission to use this? His made sense though because he was there for an interview mm-hmm. so he already but he wouldn't sign off on that after right I mean, like... he, unless you got him to sign it before okay i guess that's possible <laughs> i i don't uh. know how the logistics of how all that works but yeah it's some of it was a little bit like i don't know that doesn't seem like it would happen but for overall i really mm-hmm. enjoyed it and i thought yeah. the extra people not getting it or like not questioning things thing was really like mm-hmm. wow yeah and what surprised me too is in the trailer there's actually a few scenes that they show that are not in the movie. There's yeah. a handful of things that are not in the movie that I was surprised by. There's one where a police officer pulls him over. Uh-huh. Uh cuz she's like li- like riding on the roof of the, yeah. the vehicle. Yeah. But I was surprised that they just weren't in the film. Yeah. Uh and I guess now there's there's reports that there's going to be a deleted scene. They actually were able to infiltrate the White House, supposedly, with something to do with our current president. Interesting. So that'll be interesting to see if that's a real real deal. Yeah, definitely. Overall, it was fine. I just wish it, I guess in my head, it, it was going to be more of the original and it was really just an evolution from the character to, I guess, cover stuff that needed to be covered in 2020. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. It was it was a fine movie. Yeah. Um, so I will have to say, in my mind, it. I'll I'll say it's a slice. It I I enjoyed it, but I I wish it had I guess more of the feelings of the original. Yeah. Um. I really really liked it, so I'm gonna say dissect it because I felt like I really enjoyed that. I felt whether I'm wrong or not, I felt like it was a double entendre with a lot of these things where it was like. This is so ridiculous. Somebody would have to be like, yeah, no, this is a joke, right? But mm-hmm. they didn't. And I was just like, I'm mm-hmm. like, is anybody seeing this? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, I really liked it. Highly recommend. Especially uh, for people, I want to say, if, if you didn't finish the first movie or you didn't see the movie because you thought it was fucking stupid, I would probably still check this one out because there are definitely parts of the first movie that I was like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I can't. It's too dumb. It was too weird. I was, I was too, like, ah, this is fucking awkward. Like, I don't want to be here for this. So, but this one, I felt like more than that, it was very enjoyable. And I appreciated mm-hmm. this, the, uh, the work that they put into this. Yeah. And props to them for being so secretive about this. Yeah, they this. were very sneaky. But although I will say the the design of the film makes sense that you didn't really yes. hear about it because yes. it was very much small scale, like, you know, road trip between them doing these little events for the, you know, scene to scene stuff. So you wouldn't really get the news about it because right. it, it's not in the public eye, right? Exactly. The biggest thing in the public eye was the uh, political meetup thing that they did. Yes. With, with the vice president, right? Right. And, it was like a campaign or rally or something. Yeah, the yeah. rally, whatever. Yeah. So, and apparently that was in the news, but nobody caught on that it was this yeah. because they were just somebody who was dressed know. like Trump. Yeah. And apparently they never got arrested for that. They really? just got kicked out. Oh, How yeah. insane is that? That's hilarious. Secret services there, police, yeah. security. Do you think you would have been fucked? That's crazy. Doing what they did. In this I know, film. right? That's nuts. So, yeah, it. I think it, it's worth a watch. It's on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, if you have the service, you could see it. It was only about an uh, hour and a half, hour 45, Something I think. Something like that, yeah. Lastly, uh, we watched The Witches, the remake of the classic film. Mm-hmm. Uh, on HBO Max, came out October 22nd. Yeah, the basic premise of this is a little boy goes to live with his grandma, and then there's some sketchy individuals around, possibly, and then she's like, oh, there's a witch around, so then she takes him away, and they're trying to hide. Turns out the witches are there, and they're doing this crazy fucking convention thing, and the Grand High Witch is there, and a bunch of chaos ensues as a result of what the witches are trying to do, and the little boy gets turned into a mouse, along with some other individuals, and then the story is explaining how they go from there (laughs) i don't want to give too much away i mean obviously you've probably people have probably seen the original movie but um well i think anybody who jumped to watch this as soon as it came out was was probably probably. because of the original and wanted to see the uh remake and all that stuff of what that was yeah i was excited for this one yes um had been a long time since we saw the original yes i we ended up watching this before re-watching the original Yes. But I wanted to get like a recap on that just to see the differences. So Chris Rock narrates the voice of the young boy in the beginning. And then it kind of takes over with just the story of the boy. Yeah. And he, uh, as a boy, he's played by Jazeera Kadeem Bruno. Um, that's his voice when he's younger. And then Octavia Spencer plays his grandma. Anne Hathaway is the Grand High Witch. And Stanley Tucci is the hotel manager, Mr. Stringer. Mm-hmm. So there's some pretty big names in this. Yeah, and I think they all did a really good job with the, with the characters. Yes, um, especially when you when we did go back to the original, mm-hmm. and you see those characters like, oh wow, it, they didn't just make the character; they kind of gave them their own take on the character, but yes. still kept to the 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 tone of what they were. Yes, definitely. Uh, I did enjoy this. I think they did a little too much as far as expanding on the backstory of some of it. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, the original, they didn't really establish that he was an orphan. Or in this, they like go through the effort at the beginning of the movie of being like, oh, it was a, here's what happened. And now he's got to live with his grandparents. And right. it just felt like you could have just said, oh, he's an orphan kid with his grandma. You yeah. didn't have to like give us the little yeah sad backstory to begin with. And then like another 10 minutes of him being mopey about it. Right. That's true. I understand that. And it felt like they kind of shifted around a lot of the storytelling as far as when things happened in the original with when they happened in this one but they kept pretty true to the to the story overall like Mm -hmm. the the points were there they were just kind of shifted of when they did them and how they did them yeah as far as the witches go completely different take yeah uh they kept like the concept of their toes and their their head and yeah and what they are trying to do mm-hmm. but they kind of expanded on you know now they're demons they're yes. not they're not witches they're demons which yeah. i thought was a little weird well she said witches are demons in human form or mm-hmm. something like that so and i don't recall that being a thing in the original so i feel like they kind of just tried to expand on a backstory for what yeah. the witches are. Yeah, I feel like she gave they gave more story behind what they are so that we could explain why mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer knew so much about them. I don't know. Yeah. And that I thought was a little weird too is. That she had such a vast knowledge of them. Yes. The only thing. See I had problems with that too. I was like well this is like why does she know all this fucking shit. Which that is in the original. But like in the context of the original. They kind of throw that up front. And this one I feel like it's just kind of like 
a throwaway it's line like randomly yeah. in yeah. the film later on. Yeah. So it just felt like some of it felt like it was rushed in that sense as far as moving the plot along mm-hmm. within how they shifted it. But Anne Hathaway, I think, did a great job. Yeah. As the the head witch. Yeah. CGI on this, sh- this is very much a streaming service movie quality, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it felt like it was in between. You wouldn't, you wouldn't see this in theaters and think that that was good CGI. Let's just right. say that. But on a streaming service, it is. It's more yeah. acceptable. Yes. With what the, yeah. Um, they did add some twists about, like, I guess their powers and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they expanded a little bit on their motives as to why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Other than just like, oh, they're kids. See, we got to yeah. kill them. Yeah. You see? <laughs> but I also do appreciate that they did kind of change it up a bit as far as how this plays out it's not quite the same arc that the original had like they definitely gave their own take on it yeah but still made you feel like you got the same story that you knew mm-hmm. yeah definitely hell even I, I don't know his name but the the kid that played uh the little english kid that oh, he meets yeah. in the hotel uh yeah. the actor i was like is this the same guy uh, <laughs> Like, He's Benjamin Button. <laughs> I feel like he just, like, he looked like the same character or the same actor. He he talked like it. Like, it just, like, it was such a good job of making you feel like it is that same character. Cody Lee Isik. I mean, obviously he, was, he wasn't, but, Yeah, like, no, I know. <laughs> it, when you when you go back to the original, I'm like, wow. Like, it, it, it feels like it is the exact same character in both movies. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate how they did that. I thought it was really uh, interesting how similar... His mom looked in both movies, too. I felt like how similar uh, his mom looked, the, the rich kid's mom. I felt like she looked almost exactly the same in both oh, movies. yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely agree. Again, glad I got the same actress, you know? Yeah. And they actually even added another character. They kind of they they kind of added and expanded on the, the original story. Mm-hmm. Overall, it, it was good. I think it was definitely more tame, I think, for a family audience. Like, I feel like the original was way more scary as far as the witch's look oh, and yeah, stuff. definitely. I will say the weird mouth yeah. thing that they do in this one for yeah. the witches is really creepy. It is. But I feel like it was a lot more tame overall than the original yeah. designs from that movie. Yeah. One complaint I will have, though, because I feel like not really a plot hole, but it bothered me a little, just, you know... Because, you know, obviously the science of it all. Uh-huh. The uh, science of it all. So they can talk as mice. Yes. In this movie. Okay. Uh-huh. But there's also like a flashback scene where there's somebody who gets turned into a different animal mm-hmm. who can't talk after turned. Oh, that's And true. so I'm like, well, wh- where's the, what are the rules? How come this one can't, this child couldn't turn into, or couldn't talk after turning into something? But these ones can. That's a good question. And so I feel like that bothered me, even though it's a stupid fucking <laughs> It's a Halloween silly thing movie. to be bothered by, but I get it. But, you yeah. know, I'm obviously going to go write a review about yeah, this Yeah, obviously. You're going to write a stern letter. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good point. I don't I don't know. So, I mean, obviously, the little things like that, you just kind of have to brush off because yeah, okay. they don't matter enough. But yeah. it did seem like an inconsistency with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Overall, I, I think it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I would have to say it was a slice it for me. I would also slice it. I think that it got the job done for anybody who wants to like share this movie with their kids. But the old one was a little too intense, I would yeah. say. Yeah, this one's not nearly as intense. So 
you won't have as many nightmares <laughs> as a kid. I mean. Yeah. And also, I guess I would say, too, going the practical effect probably would have been better for this because, again, you always lose that realism when you go CGI. And right. I, like I said, some of the scenes I feel like it was obviously fake. Yeah. And I think that it would have done more justice if they did practical with some of the witch stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was a good it was a good watch. I think people should watch it. It's on HBO Max, especially with Halloween coming up. Yeah, it's definitely a good one to put on your list for this week. We're going to get into our game stuff, but check out our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group that we post stuff on all week, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. We also post on Twitter at DTF Pod. So you can follow us on there and keep track of all the latest news and updates that are relevant to the content of this podcast. And don't forget to rate us, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. We would love some reviews, any reviews, just one or one here and there. If it'd get us on the uh, iTunes charts, it'd be great. We'd have get people to see us. The more ratings we get, the more likely somebody is going to see our podcast. So we would appreciate your contribution. Um, you can also send us an email directly at dtfpod at gmail.com if you've got any suggestions or content requests. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our website at dtfcast.com. All right. Well, we're back with some of our gaming news. Obviously, we have October releases this week. A little game that I didn't even know fucking existed called Transformers Battlegrounds <laughs> apparently came out, I think, today on PS4, Xbox, and Switch and PC. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so I will definitely be checking that out. Yeah. I saw a little bit of video of it. It looked like it's a uh, strategy RPG. I don't know what you call them. Okay. Kind of like uh, Wasteland and okay. the new Gears game coming out. Gotcha. Definitely something you're interested in because it's Transformers regardless. Mm-hmm. A game called Cardo is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC October 27th. Ghost Runner, PS4, Xbox One, and PC October 27th. The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 4. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, on PlayStation, October 27th. Watch Dogs Legion. Ooh, you know, we big keep, one. We keep hearing about that game and how you can be you can recruit old women if you want. That's <laughs> about all I've fucking heard about that game. Yeah. Uh, that comes out PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC October 29th. The Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC October 30th. Pikmin 3 Deluxe on the Switch October 30th. That's one that I am excited for. Yeah, definitely. That is a definite nostalgia for me growing up playing those games on GameCube. And I enjoyed playing the demo, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you've been watching The Queen's Gambit on Netflix <laughs> and you've got inspired to play chess, but you don't really fucking know how to, <laughs> we've got we've got some exciting news for you. Auto Chess comes out on PlayStation 4 October 31st. Yep. Sit back and watch the game win itself. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that sounds like it works that way. <laughs> so I could just pay you to win for me? Yeah. Okay, so there's some releases for uh, the gaming week going into Halloween. Uh, not me, but a different Steve. Uh, ended up losing his meat in Smash. Brothers, you know. Yeah. The video game. The video game. So, Steve from Minecraft was added to the Nintendo Switch game, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently his ending victory scene shows him scarfing down on some meat 
and then bringing it down to his waist side, which then with the angle looks like he has, well, uh, let's just say a piece of meat hanging. Near his waist. Near his waist. (laughs) And it isn't a hot dog. So this was caught on by a lot of people pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, Basically, nobody at Nintendo or Xbox... Hundreds of people uh, missed this. Many people somehow <laughs> missed this concept that it looks like Steve has a dick. <laughs> an erect dick. Victory meat. A victory meat. <laughs> at the end of the match. Which now I hope that that phrase takes like society by storm. And people start yeah. calling boners victory meat. <laughs> yeah. Tried myself a victory meat today. <laughs> so, yes. Uh. Safe to say they caught on to this when people started posting on social media. Yeah. They have updated the victory to no longer have the meat. Yeah. He eats it and it disappears. Yeah. Which makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty inefficient at eating. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know how that got by without anyone noticing. Or maybe somebody did and was like, yeah, I'm leaving that. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Move over, Little Mermaid. <laughs> You're not the only one with dicks in the background. Yeah. Or I guess in the forefront with this. Yeah, it's not the background at all. (laughs) Well, speaking of catching people off guard, Nintendo has decided that they are releasing Joy-Cons a la carte starting November 9th. Interesting. You can buy the blue and the red version for $40 each. Okay. Uh, This really isn't that big of a change from buying the bundle for $80, so you're Spending the same amount, but But this way, I guess you have the option of buying them separately if you need just one. You can get two of the same color instead of like a pair that are two different colors. Well, it looks like one color is a left and then one color is a right, so that's not going to change. You can't get like both blue or both red. (sighs) That's fucking bullshit. So, really, this seems like you can just match blue and red with the other colors. So, you could get like turquoise and lime green if you wanted to, theoretically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Apparently, these were originally going to be $50, and they dropped them to 40 Yeah. Which, who the... F- of course, who's going to pay $50 for one? Yeah, I don't know. When you there, just buy good, two for 80 it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, anybody looking for one Joy-Con? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy. No pun intended. Yeah. Enjoy con. <laughs> Troller. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gears 5 is getting a huge update for next gen. Mm-hmm. I guess also this gen, it seems. Yes. Uh, they will be adding Dave Batista to the game as a playable character in the entire campaign. He will be replacing Marcus Phoenix mm-hmm. if you choose so. It's an yes. option at the beginning of the game. Yeah. It seems like you have to start a new game to do this option. You can't mm-hmm. do it randomly in the game. But you can... Choose to play Dave Bautista as the main character instead of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He was originally a playable character in multiplayer. That was like a marketing thing that they did. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice to see them doing this. He also is doing the entire voiceover for the character. So yeah. he, he he did all of the lines for the, the update. So that's pretty cool. Good. It wasn't just kind of a, a visual change. Yeah. Like he did all of the voiceover it's too. very cool. Obviously, he's been fan cast for a live action adaptation of playing Marcus Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see Microsoft kind of putting a light on 
the possibility of of him doing a live action film sometime as the character. Yeah. At least I would like to think that this is like a tease that hey, this could happen, right? They they obviously think that it it works enough that it, it's a possibility, right? Yeah. So uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, it you know we have the game through Game Pass, so I'll definitely be hitting it up, playing it again, seeing what they did. But that's not the only update that they have. Uh, as far as the next gen Series X and S. The game will run at 120 frames per second in multiplayer on both consoles. Nice. So that's going to be a lot of uh, smooth shotgun blasting there. Yeah. I don't think there's very much meat eating, though. (laughs) You don't know that. I I don't know. Uh, They're adding two new difficulties, Iron Man and Inconceivable. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Inconceivable. Both seem to be very uh, timely pop culture references. Yes. Uh, character skins for Kate, Dell, and JD will, will be available. Weapon skins. Jack, the AI companion bot you have, will have upgrades that carry over. Uh, they'll add a mutators to the game. So like big head mode, stuff like that. I never understood the purpose of that. Just for fun. Okay. It's goofy looking. They had that in one of the like Tomb Raider games and I was like, this is. Yeah. That's like, you know, gold. Old, older games, it was a big thing to do. Oh, okay. Like GoldenEye would have that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, you just obviously don't enjoy fun things. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, they're adding new achievements for anybody who likes to hunt down achievements. And this is all dropping on November 10th. And they all of these should work on, on both current and next gen aside from the 120 frames per second. Right. Because that's only applicable to next gen. Yes. Got it. For as far as I understand it. Yes. yes. But that's not the only upgrade that a... Microsoft first party game is getting for next gen. Uh, the Halo Master Chief Collection will be optimized for Xbox Series X and S on November 17th to run in 4K and 120 frames per second with crossplay between Xbox and PC. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a sexy time. <laughs> wow, what were you? It is bad. (laughs) Not. (laughs) And this will include keyboard and mouse support. Cool. Very interesting. If I still played Halo, I would probably not like this because I do not want to get my ass kicked because of PC players. Oh, that's a good point. And if there's cheating involved, you know. Yeah. Warzone is a mess with cheaters, so. Yeah. Don't give give other games the ability to ruin my experience, you know? Fair. I would like to play this with you, though. Okay. Master Chief Collection. All right. Sounds good. We were suckers, though, and we bought it, like, years before Game Pass existed. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, so I wasted my money? Yeah. <laughs> Game Pass has wasted a lot of our money. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Herb, which is a, you know... Is that Major spokes- Nelson? Yeah, Major okay. Nelson. Okay. Spokesperson for, for Xbox, you mm-hmm. know, social media and all that. On Twitter revealed that the Xbox One media remote will continue to work on the Series X and S. Apparently the team hid a IR receiver inside the, the bind button, which I think is the one that syncs the controllers. Oh, okay. So cool. that's cool. We have one of those. So Very that's nice. good to know. It'll work. Yeah. It's nice to know we don't have to buy a new one again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you are looking for one for PS5, they have revealed a new media remote for the console. Uh, with dedicated buttons for Disney Plus, Netflix, Spotify, and YouTube. Okay. Very interesting. Along with that, 
Apple TV, Disney Plus, Netflix, Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Peacock, something called My Canal. Is it a dentistry app? Probably. <laughs> or it's a, a video game based off the hit show. I've never heard of that. I have no idea what that is. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and, and more. And more. And more. Okay. Uh, so these are all streaming services that will be available on day one for the console. Okay, so this list has expanded since the last time I Yes, went. your notes, I saw you were like, what about these ones? Yeah, and it was like most of them. And the, yeah. that was funny because <laughs> mine was like, oh, by the way, these were in there too. We just fucked up okay. on the article I okay, read. Okay. And I saw, I saw yours like, ah, okay. Got it, got it. Uh, but interestingly, HBO Max is not shown there. Interesting. Or, sorry, HBO Max... Was shown there. Not. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so unless they're rebranding it as more, then we might not have HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I am assuming it's included in that at some point. Hopefully. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I would imagine they'd get that on there. I mean, it's really uh, an issue for us, but. Yeah. <laughs> Way to flex right there. Well. <laughs> I mean, we've got HBO Max all over the place. <laughs> because we have <laughs> Did you just turn it into Trump? Did like I, a, I did kind of sound you did like, like him. A Trump voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's extremely rude. HBO Max is just the best. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I saw Plex is going to be available at launch on PS5 too. I don't really know what that is. Do you, what's Plex? I, I think it's like a service <laughs> that I was trying. Yeah, I was trying to think of another line. I'm over it. We're going. We're moving on. <laughs> I think Plex is a service that lets you bring in all of your content to, like, one application, if I'm correct. Oh. Or it's just a streaming service in itself that okay. I'm not familiar with. And uh, that actually, I guess, was revealed because of a Reddit user asking in a conversation to the company who then responded and confirmed that it would be there day one. Oh, it's like a media server. So if you have movies in download format mm. with questionable legality you can watch them potentially oh yeah okay yeah that's cool yeah well it's good to know yeah i would be scared to put that kind of shit on an expensive ass console personally but yeah more power to the people i guess yeah the risk of getting banned or something yeah well i mean playstation is banning something <laughs> yeah is it fun just <laughs> I would say no. No, it's not. <laughs> I was waiting for your answer. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> not. Uh, Destruction All-Stars has been delayed on PS5 until February 2021. Yep. But the good news is now it's just part of PlayStation Plus when yeah, it comes Yeah, so this was a complete 180. Yeah. So not only was it delayed, but they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're also just going to throw it on PlayStation Plus, so yeah. you don't have to buy it now. Yeah. This game was going to be 70 fucking dollars. I can't imagine paying that much for this game. It didn't look like it was worth $70. No. Like, maybe, at all. maybe 30 at most. I had zero interest in yeah, this. Same. Not to say others didn't, but... Right. It was not it our It felt like it was thing. like a, a cheap fucking, here's something to say we have more titles. Yeah. Uh... And so anybody who had a pre-order, they are automatically going to be refunded, so you don't have to worry about that. But this also doesn't really say much about the game, right? If they're going to all of a sudden be like, oh, that's just part of the PlayStation Plus. Right. Like, they must not have high hopes for this then. 
Unless they really think it's going to sell PlayStation Plus memberships, but I don't know. But, I mean, that's another question then. Does that mean that they have concerns about not competing as far as selling the service to people? I don't know. Are they not getting enough currently subscribers, I guess? I can't imagine they have nearly as many subscribers as Game Pass because they don't have much to offer. Maybe this is like their way of trying to continuously compete with Game Pass in general. Maybe, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, the the whole PlayStation Plus lineup that they're doing for PS5 is... it's great, I guess, if you haven't played any of those games. But, like, yeah. most of them you either already bought or you've already played or they just were already on the service before. It just feels like they're giving you something that's not really... They're not losing anything, but it looks good, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to bring up... So, where does this put us as far as PS5 exclusives? Like, true launch title exclusives. Sackboy. Uh, which I actually just found out after doing these notes... Is also on PS4. Oh. So this literally puts us to Demon Souls. Okay. Which you arguably is not a casual gamer game. It's yeah. for people who are very hardcore in that genre. Right. I don't remember what I called it, but I had a, t- a term for that I referenced in the past. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back to that episode and figure it out. Yeah. So I can continuously use it in the rare occasion I need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Astro Boy. Or Astro Astro's Playground or Playroom. <laughs> Astro's <laughs> Play Toy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's just further proof about how important this game is, is it not? Yeah, Astro's Playroom. Is is that a game actually? Uh, so that's what I'm it I think they're calling it a game, but it feels like from the description it's a tutorial for the ps5 to teach you how the ui works that's or how to use the controller in other games Mm, it feels like it's more of a educational tool for the console rather than an actual game okay and i think it's only a few hours long okay at most so so that's you can argue it's a game i guess technically (laughs) but i feel like it's not really yeah in my opinion. Right. So really this puts us at essentially one launch yes. if you even care about Dark Souls. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Wonder if you care. That is a game. I know it is. Okay. I didn't make <laughs> That's it That's why up. I knew that it wasn't the right one because yeah. I know Dark Souls. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they should try some other words with yeah. these games. Yeah. Just stop reusing the same. Why don't you words. call it uh, which entities? Doesn't really have a ring to it. Okay. <laughs> All right, go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, so this is kind of fucked up. There's really not that much going on for exclusive. I mean, you have titles. Miles Morales. You have other games, but they're they're, they're also on PS4. Really so there's yeah. no real incentive to buy a PS5 right away. Yeah. Sure. You. It, Xbox is kind of the same situation, but like at least they're up front that none of their games are exclusive to the console to begin with. It's, you know, between both, right? Right. Uh, I guess really this just highlights that this current two next gen jump is really, really just about do you just want to see your same games you already have look better mm-hmm. or run better? Yeah, that's there's true. no true you need this console for the next gen experience. It's really just. You want to expand on what you already have? Here you go. Yeah. The Last of Us Remastered apparently got a patch for the game on PS4. 
This is the first game, not the not the second one. Right. Which significantly improved the load times by seventy percent on the on the game. Yeah. So this was found by a speedrunner named Anthony Cal- Calabris, I think. How did you say Calabrese? it? Calabrese. Calabrese. Okay. Yeah. That was that was not that breezy though. So okay. uh, he posted on social media about the change for people to go check it out. And there's actually a video out there which shows a side-by-side of loading the game with pre-patch and post-patch. A little over a minute 30 to load the game pre-patch. Mm-hmm. Less than 14 seconds to load it post-patch. That's a pretty fucking boot- good a, change. Yeah. <laughs> and why? how did it take this long? I, I don't know. That's so weird. So, that yeah, that, that's pretty intense. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's been talks that other games also are potentially having the same thing happen. I'd like to see the Borderlands three load time fucking go down. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe sell that little fucking code secret to (laughs) to Gearbox. To Gearbox. Yeah. (laughs) Go watch the extended edition Lord of the Rings trilogy in between loads. Yeah. Instead of watching Claptrap dance. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, God of War on PS5. The the current PS4 game, if you play it on PS5, you are actually going to have the ability to play in 60 frames per second in the favor performance option, and your PS4 transfer will be transferable to the console. Oh, okay. And you can start right where you left off. There's no issues That's that. really good. Again, it's up to the developers, right? Right. So you would so assume first effort. party would be doing it, right? Yeah. And they'll also have a new game plus available as well. Nice. You may not have the ability to play very many new games on your PS5. Yeah. But you will have the ability to spice up the design of your PS5. Yeah. Uh, A third-party seller has created the PlayStation 5, which are customized sheets of plastic that basically can be replaced on the PS5 instead of the white covering mm-hmm. of the console so face plates yeah face plates there you okay. go I, uh what other description can i think of that's not simple <laughs> so they've dubbed them the playstation 5 uh and they have blue red chrome gray slash black and a camo color i just uh that you can buy already you can pre-order them before the console is even out for I the love... price of 40 dollars. <laughs> i love that that was their choice Blue, red, chrome, like a gunmetal color, mm-hmm. and oh, what about camo? Yeah, well, what? see, the thing is, I was confused because they say they have camo, but I couldn't find it on the uh, side. All right. <laughs> you showed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're making a joke. Okay. <laughs> all right, just had to take that from me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I here's where I'm confused. How do they know how... Like, where the screw holes were. Like, how do they have the layout of what it would be? I mean, they must have gotten their it, hands on it. They're, they're like an unofficial product. So, it's yeah. not like... Sony's not a part of this. As far as we know, Sony's not even planning to do this. But they're on the PlayStation 5 website, right? would be crazy right? if they didn't. No, no, no. It's a plate... The PlayStation oh, 5 website. 5. I am not reading well. Yeah. Okay. So, my guess is they somehow got their hands on a PlayStation... Had to have, right? And then they have some kind of, like, scanner situation for their 3D printer. And they just, like, took oh, yeah. pieces oh, off they're and stuck it in there. they're making bank with this. There's yeah. no way they're, they're costing close yeah. to $40 to build these. Yeah. That's crazy, though. 
I was interested in the the blue and the red. I think that they looked nice. Yeah. You can go check them out on the website. I yeah. Think it's just place, They're cool PlateStation5.com looking. or something like that. But uh, not an ad. Yeah. I guess these people are also of the I don't like white consoles group. I mean, I don't. I know. I was saying. They're, they obviously are your people. They yeah. They invented this so that they wouldn't have mm-hmm. to have a white console. Yeah. <laughs> And this is actually an interesting concept because let's say this was never the the plan. It's now out there in the world that this is a possibility. Yes. Exactly. Not only can you just change the color with a simple sheet yeah. of plastic, there's potential that you could make different shapes that would adapt and, and form to the console. True. Like you could technically, if you wanted, design like a cover for the top and bottom that would look like the original PlayStation or... Yeah. The PS2, like, something creative like that. Right. Yeah. Like, definitely. That's, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, it is. And also very exciting. Yeah. So, uh, I think a lot of, I think we'll see a lot of creativity as far as this stuff goes. Yeah. Hell, you'll probably even see people taking the plates of the original PS5 off mm-hmm. and putting some kind of paint design to them. Or right. just artistic design. Draw stuff on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Graffiti. Although, if it, if, is it considered graffiti if it's your own property? Probably I think, not. I think it still can be if it's like that art style. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, definitely. And I assume if Sony didn't plan to do this, they probably are now. Yeah, exactly. Um, it just reminds me of the uh, the faceplates that uh, Xbox 360 had. Yes. That obviously was like a, a ahead of its time because it didn't ever really land as something right. people wanted. But it was the same concept of... Here's these things that you could customize the front of your console, and they had different things for the different games or sports teams, stuff like that. Yeah. And so this is kind of an expansion of that idea, just many, many years later. Yeah. Somebody found code inside Microsoft Flight Simulator of a potential Xbox VR situation. Uh, user Signific, did they say that? I think so. so- shared his findings of the term scarlet underscore vr in the game's code Mm. Uh, there was also a a term pc underscore vr which does exist in beta right now as far as the game goes putting in vr for pc right so now there's speculation that there may be some work of a vr setup for xbox I see. Which would be exciting. Yeah, definitely. That would be... If, if there's any game you would want to play in VR, it would probably be Flight Simulator, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, Phil Spencer also teased the idea of streaming sticks for xCloud. This was via The Verge. Uh, he said, I think you're going to see lower-priced hardware as part of our ecosystem when you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just go plug into their TV and go play on via xCloud. Right. We kind of talked about this idea. Like at yeah. some point, they could theoretically just sell you a controller. Yeah. And you could stream through your TV. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I think they're headed to the route of you don't need a console. Yeah. Should they probably. But should, we'll sell you one if you want yeah, one. Yeah. They should even fucking just develop an app so that you can get on your smart TV. They don't have to do a fucking stick. Yeah. Right. Which it sounds like they also are in that concept as well. Yeah. Uh, a micro stick. Yeah, a micro stick. Uh, He also said, you could imagine us even having something that we just included in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to your television and buying the controller. 
that actually was a little interesting. So does that mean you would basically link your phone to your TV? Potentially, yeah. So again, cutting the middleman out. You don't, yeah. even, you don't even have the console to do hardware. it. You yeah. just, your console won't even go to your phone. You just go from the phone to the TV. Yeah, it's very interesting. So really that's like reverse engineering. It's yeah. The whole idea is to put it on your phone, and now it's just like, well, put it on your phone and then put it on the TV. Yeah. Don't even have the console. Just using your phone as an application pass through, yeah. essentially. Uh, so this is all hypothetical, of course, but uh, it does seem like they obviously are researching it if he's making comments, right? Yeah, definitely. So. It's very interesting to see where they go with that. Mm-hmm. So NBA 2K21, they added unskippable ads <laughs> to their game, despite being a full-priced game. They didn't hear about the uh, UFC game or whatever it was? No, they must not have been paying attention. Um, so people were, of course, pissed. Um, and since then... 2K Games has issued an apology for how advertisements were implemented into the game. They will not be removing them, but (laughs) (laughs) they supposedly won't be showing up so prominently within the 2K TV segments. I think their exact quote was, We are sorry for the situation. We did not understand that you would be smart enough to know we were fucking you over again. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I feel like it was just, and go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> but we have your money. Yeah, so, so... Cry about it. Oh my gosh. Such a dick move. Well, luckily I don't care about this game. Yeah, I don't give a fuck I about I mean, that's it. not the first... Negative. ...questionable decision they've made. Exactly. Uh, as far as the whole, in my opinion, taking advantage of a past player this yeah. year to uh, sell some more copies of their... Right. ...upgraded version. I think that's a... Uh, yeah. This is not a surprise, personally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also not a surprise, Sony has made an exclusive deal with Activision to get a Zombies mode exclusive to the PS4 and PS5 for Black Ops Cold War. Dicks. At first, people were like, oh my god, Zombies yeah. is exclusive to PlayStation. And yeah. I was like, there's no fucking way. There's no they way. They would put an entire mode yeah. exclusive to a console. Yeah. They would they would sell zero copies mm-hmm. on Xbox. Yeah, that they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Further investigation turns out what it is that they have a new mode called Onslaught mode, which is a two-player, smaller version of Zombies, which is exclusive for one year on PlayStation. So it's apparently a fast-paced co-op mode where you get dropped into multiplayer matches not even well not matches you're you're dropped into the maps of Mm -hmm. the multiplayer matches right instead of the zombie map that they would have for the traditional four player Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there you get waves of zombies and and power-ups and stuff like that and it's it seems like it's a more high-end pace because it's smaller smaller zone so you're gonna have to move a lot more right it kind of reminds me of the description of the Black Ops arcade mini games that they had in mm-hmm. the other games, where okay. it, it was those were top view. Yeah, and it was kind of like the same concept of zombies, but like it, items drop and you pick them up, and you, it, the whole idea is to collect as many um, as much money and whatever score high score as you can. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Um, it was like a, a a twist play on zombies, but in like a, a retro top view version. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed like they kind of just made that concept into a full first-person view situation on small maps. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole idea is about leaderboards, and I think you'll get content for beating stuff as far as the season pass goes. Gotcha. 
which then brings in questions of so what about that whole year that players on pc and xbox don't have that ability to play this Uh, will that content hit after a year or will it just be non-existent for those players yeah at all it's a good question Um, so this is no surprise that they would do something like this because we did see modern warfare have a co-op mode that they made exclusive as well Mm -hmm. for a year on the uh whatever the survival thing it was not zombies but it was just ai soldiers whatever right and i was pretty upset about that at the time but after seeing the game and how it was implemented i feel like it was such a minimal portion of the game that it was like you're not missing much if you don't have it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so you're not really because you still get to have the regular zombies mode so it was really not well in this one they didn't have zombies in modern warfare okay sorry they just had a co-op mode, which okay. is the same concept of zombies, but wasn't zombies. Gotcha. Uh, so, I basically, as long as the, I mean, I'm going to play with four players. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe two on occasion. But me and my friends, when we play zombies, we fucking play zombies. So, yeah. I would probably never even be playing a two-player game anyways, most of the time. So, yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing out by not having it. But for the people that do just play with just two people, that does kind of suck if they're on Xbox. So yeah, I feel like it it's a disappointment, but I'm not surprised. That's kind of Sony's thing, right? Yeah. Especially with how we've just established they have, like, what, one game for PS5 launch? Yeah. It seems. One One official game, game for yeah. PS5. And yeah. so they probably are really, really doubling down on all of these exclusives because of that. Right. That's a good point. Um. Also, I guess you'll be able to use your custom loadouts in those matches, which they've established you'll get to do in zombies in general. So right. that's really no different. It is what it is, I guess. I'm getting older, so I could say that kind of thing. Right. Even though it pisses you off and everybody says it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting older, so... So now you're just... I have to play the part and Got say it. shit like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, on the topic of zombies, uh, getting into some of the stuff we played... Yeah. In the gaming realm. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone came out with a Zombies Royale mode for the festivities of Halloween. Yes. We, I've been saying this for a long time. They, they need to do a, a Halloween Zombies concept in Warzone, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bit different than what I was saying, but it's a lot of fucking fun. Essentially, what they did was they combined the concept of plunder, which is basically get as much money as you can. And whoever has the most by the end of the game has first place and, mm-hmm. you know, wins. Yeah. And you keep respawning in that mode. It's a, it's a combination of that and traditional Warzone where you'll die if you get killed. Gotcha. And the whole goal is to be the last one alive, right? Yeah. So what Zombie Royale is essentially everybody drops in. It's a trio game. So you drop in with one to three players depending how good you are or how confident you are. And you play a traditional Warzone game. Mm-hmm. If you die, you become a zombie. You then can pick up these purple vials that are dropped from people who die. Okay. And if you pick up two of those as a zombie, you come back as a person and you're back in the match. Interesting. If you get killed as a zombie, then you are completely out and your team has to buy you back in. Okay. Okay. You can also kill people as zombies. So you can, you have some, some moves. There's like a, a gas grenade you can throw. There's like a, a EMP thing that kind of fucks with people's like weapons and stuff. You can uh, just the, like eat them? The gas slows them down. You can jump on them uh, from a distance. There's like this basically super Hulk leap that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can swat at them and, and kill them. 
it takes like four or five hits to, to down and kill a guy. Okay. And so, and you're you're immune to the gas, the, oh, the, the ring perfect. around the map. Okay. So you can jump in and out of the gas to kind of maneuver and stalk people. Right. To, to get the kill. Uh, and you work with your team still. So you're not like against your own team at that point. You still are with them. You can't hurt them. They can't hurt you. Zombies on other teams can't hurt you if you're a zombie. But at the same time, you can coordinate and work together with your team if you're a zombie. Mm-hmm. And so somebody might be attacking your team. You can ambush them as a zombie. Or if they attack you because you're a zombie, your team mm-hmm. can sneak up and ambush them. It's mm. it's very strategic in that sense now. Interesting. Um, the thing I do love about this is it doesn't matter how quickly you die or how good or bad you are at this game. If you can work the system as a zombie, you mm-hmm. keep coming back and you can win the game. Gotcha. Like if you're good at picking up the vials as a purple, you know, the purple vials to come back as a, a character, you can you can come back in this game. Yeah. Obviously, the more teams that die, the less vials that are going to be available toward the end of the, the the shrinkage of the map, right? So you're going to have less opportunity to get those vials when you die as a zombie. Right. Or to become a zombie. Right. Okay. Also, if all three get killed as zombies, or all three players on a team get killed as zombies, then the whole team's out. Oh. So they're wiped out. Because obviously there's nobody there to buy them in, right? Right. Makes so sense. So it is a blast. I love the... It's more fun because you can come back in constantly. Even if you die, you're still playing as a zombie. Mm-hmm. Like you're still interacting with the game. You still feel like you're a part of the battle. You mm-hmm. know, you're not just sitting around waiting to be bought in. You know, right? You're not moping over how shitty you. <laughs> yeah. You how quickly you died. Yeah. Whatever. I think it's a lot of fun in that sense. So I might even be bummed when it's gone because then it's gonna feel like harder to get back into traditional war zone yeah um they also added like these all of the locations on the map have loot that's halloween themed mm-hmm. and if you get all of them then you get like a special gun for oh, nice. halloween and stuff i did that already um, it's actually pretty hard because because everybody's going for them yeah and you have to get like so many different loots and i think they're random so you don't know where it is you just got to keep searching gotcha uh, but you might just keep running into people because they're trying to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Or they might get it before you have a chance. And there's only so, one in I the think game. It, everybody has it, but like there's only so many boxes in an area. So right. if everybody opens all the boxes, then you're kind of like, well, I can't. I, there's no boxes now. Got it. Okay. Some do spawn each round of the gas moving, mm-hmm. but it's not as easy to find them. Right. Okay. It's a lot of fun. We uh, We actually, me and my buddy Rob got first place yesterday for the first time so that was that was nice good times yeah but just to smell my farts for a second (laughs) i did play by myself at one point and i got second place playing a single against teams of trios nice i felt pretty good about that that's pretty good because i've really mastered coming back as a zombie right (laughs) yeah (laughs) really good at being a zombie got it (laughs) well i'm glad you're having fun with this mode yeah, I think it's only available to like the 5th or something of November. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's good to see that they're changing it up. Definitely. Um, I actually picked up a game controller this week of my own volition. Mm-hmm. Was it heavy? Was it hard to do? It was pretty heavy, yeah. <laughs> um, I just Deep burns. Yeah, I just... Uh, burns so deep. Was it? I don't know if you heard me, but I did over 10,000 reps or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you're hurting me, but I got over a 10,000 gamer score. 
Um, so yeah, I just, uh, this, this weekend we were like, I don't know what the fuck we were doing, something. And I just was like, oh, I'm going to go see what's on Game Pass. Like if there's new stuff. And um, I ended up playing something that's not new on Game Pass, but is actually leaving soon. So if anybody mm. hasn't checked this out, now would be the time. Just, and it's a very quick game because I finished it in the same day, right? Yeah, like it it, it's like a, few a hours at most. Uh, yeah. It's like a three-hour game. Okay. I think they said it was like close to four if you do like the completionist style of getting everything. Gotcha. Okay. So I don't know if I said the name. Tacoma is what yeah, I played. You didn't. Okay. <laughs> I almost said it, but I was like, I'll let her have okay, this. Sorry. Um, yeah. I played Tacoma. It was something I downloaded a while back before the hard drive shit its pants, and I was planning on mm-hmm. playing it. And then I was like, oh, it's got to go because I'm just going to keep only what goes on the console. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, it's leaving. I got to fucking play it because I was curious about it. Um, this game actually came out in 2017 on, like, Xbox and PC and even Mac, apparently, like, on all, basically computers, all computers. Okay. Um, and then it didn't, came out on PlayStation in 2018, apparently. Um, it was, it's by Fulbright, who did, um, Gone Home. I know that was yeah. a pretty popular game. And it wasn't as well received, because it, I, I don't know, I didn't play Gone Home, but I can understand why. That's a very beloved game. Yeah. Basically, it's a... It, it, it felt like it was the same kind of game mm-hmm. watching you play this. Yeah. It felt like the same game in a different setting. Okay. Um, so this is, they called this an adventure game. I disagree. Simulation walker. Yeah. Or walking simulator. Walking simulator. Yeah, that's what you said. It's basically a walking simulator, but I wasn't walking for part of it because I was like in space. So I was like uh-huh. floating. It's a floating yeah. simulator. Yeah, space floating simulator. Um, but then another place they refer to it as an exploration game. And I guess I would agree with that. You're exploring and walking around or floating around and like investigating essentially mm-hmm. um you're an fbi agent yeah you're in the year 2088 i believe and you're in space and you're a subcontractor who's sent to this place to retrieve something for a big conglomerate mm-hmm. and it's a an empty space station as far as you're aware but then along the way there's like little things you're supposed to read and find out and like you can somehow like interact with the because there's an ai situation you can interact with the residual energy and like replay scenes that happened mm-hmm. and like get more they information. couldn't just be like yeah we have high-tech video camera set up and yeah it's just I, a hologram replay yeah exactly um no it's the microchondria uh that's not a word <laughs> isn't that what they call the uh star wars midichlorian whatever <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were going for mitochondria but i i yeah i think i was you're mixing Thinking the two. that, yeah. but I was trying to go for the Star Wars yeah. thing. <laughs> anyway. Um, Kai Kwan Jin would be shaking his head at me right yeah, now if he were upset. alive. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Um, Hope you weren't going to watch episode one anytime soon. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I played the whole game. I was pretty pissed off at the end because I like throughout the game, it seems like there's these things that are quite obvious puzzles to mm. my brain because I'm used to playing games that have that kind of stuff in them. Yeah. And then I would do the thing that I was like, yeah, this is going to do it. And then nothing fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been there. I, I was like, what the fuck? You think you're like smarter than the game? Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to get this achievement. Yeah. Like, even there's know clearly them. this item that I I'm found. I'm the only person that figured this out. Yeah. This item across the ship clearly goes in that location back that I remember seeing like two locations ago. So I'm going to go back there and put it there. And then I did. And then it was just like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that? Yeah. Um, and then I like didn't get a bunch of achievements at the end, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I didn't. Leave. It looked like you didn't get any until the end of the I game. I didn't get any until the end of the game, and then basically both of them had to do with ending the game. 
And so I was like, well. One of the achievements was you missed every achievement. You missed until every now. other achievement until now. That was a special <laughs> one. So I was kind of bummed out because I felt like I felt like I was investigating more than the average individual would in this game. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get any credit for it. And I was like, what the fuck? So uh, definitely if you're going to play it, make sure you fully invest yourself and if you want to be a completionist about it and go back and check out every fucking nook and cranny, apparently there's more to it. Yeah, there's so much bitterness in your voice right now. Yeah. Because I feel like the way the game ended, I'm not sure if I can go back without repeating the whole game. And I'm uh, not, It doesn't let you just... I'm not sure. I have to go check and see. Do like see. a post-game I'm roam not, around the, the base To be honest, I didn't test it because I was like, I'm done. I actually finished a whole game in a day, which I'm not sure if I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, oh, that was cool. I was successful. And then I found out I didn't get a bunch of achievements and I was like, well, mm-hmm. fuck that game. So <laughs> it's probably meant for replay value then, since it's yeah. so short. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of fun. It 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 passed the time. I I feel like it was definitely not a fast paced game, and it was well, yeah. It's not a running simulator. Yeah. Um, the controls were a little honestly. I'm like when I got into the game immediately, I was like, "Is this a VR game?" Like it definitely felt like a VR game to me. Okay. And I felt like. If they maybe it is in VR on certain platforms. I looked and I haven't seen unless I, I missed would be it. But PC and PlayStation. Yeah, that's the only options. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it is or not. I looked it up and I couldn't find anything. But if it isn't, they should do that because I would probably play it again if it was in VR because it seems like it would be pretty cool for that. But yeah, it was entertaining. I liked it. Check it out. It's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass, it's not hmm. going to hurt anything. I would assume it's gone out the end of the month. I, it's leaving I soon. don't know the date, but I would assume that as well. I feel like that's how they usually do it. Yeah. So I may try to jump in and see if I can go back to like specific locations and like fuck with stuff, but I'm assuming it's going to make me do it again. Well, if you want, I could play it on your screen name. Yeah. So I can just lie to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll consider it. Okay. Okay. Then I'll just leave like social media comments about how you're a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so maybe we don't we won't do that then. <laughs> I heard she doesn't get her own achievements. Yeah. <laughs> you always offer to get the achievement for me and then I'm like, but I didn't I won't have gotten it myself. It's not yeah, about but some people don't care about doing the work, they just care about having that but shiny that, like title that But they no, it's it. like being proud of yourself for having done it. Yeah, like some people think that way, but not everybody. Those are the kind of people that got their fucking like fancy Harvard degree on the internet then? You got you got a problem with my degree? <laughs> Not yours. Also, where can I do this? <laughs> I just feel like if you want all the achievements and not having to do any of the work, that seems like cheating. Is that what people want in like life? To like get paid a lot of money and not have to do much work? I mean, I don't. Isn't that kind of the goal? I guess. More money for less work? Yeah, but at a move certain, up in a company. At a certain point, you aren't fulfilled in life if you're not putting the effort into it, though, right? I mean, you're putting the effort into getting money for less work. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it for our gaming section, yes? Yeah, I mean, well, any section. Yeah, that's true. That's it for the whole episode, actually. <laughs> uh, if you're still with us, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We have our group on there called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast to interact with us all week long. We also post fairly frequently on Twitter at DTFPod, so check us out there, follow us, and you'll keep up to date with all the fucking new stuff that's happening on Twitter. 
Um, don't forget to rate our podcast. Maybe review us on iTunes would be really nice. Or any podcast thing that you're using that has the ability to rate us, go ahead and give us a little rating. That'd be great. And, of course, subscribe if you're not already subscribed on whatever podcast service you choose. Mm-hmm. We are pending the get on Pandora as well yes. for anybody who likes that service. Yes, we have done the submission, but yeah. apparently they're in the Stone Ages and doing manual reviews. So I guess mm-hmm. that's what I heard. <laughs> we're just waiting. <laughs> so um, also you can send us an email directly at dtfpod at gmail.com. You can send us suggestions or feedback or even content requests if there's something you want us to cover. Or if you think you might want to be on the show. Fuck it. Why not? Send us an email. Let's talk. Yeah. You know? Fuck uh, it. <laughs> Give them a bucket, you know? <laughs> Um, you can also find us on our website at dtfcast.com, or you can follow Steven on social media. Classic Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. Yep, that's you. Meow. <laughs> Is that from Always Sunny? Yeah. <laughs> Got some kitten mittens. <laughs> yeah. Home of the original kitten mitten. Probably one of the best episodes that's ever that's been created accurate, in yeah. any yes, thing. Yes, 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for episode 64 of Dissecting This Fiction. That's it. We have officially the same amount of episodes as Nintendo had consoles in the 90s. <laughs> Fun fact. That's just science. Yep. Bye-bye. I was wondering if you were going to do it. (laughs) 